Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa, Santa Cruz, California. Yeah. Like yeah. it going now? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Thanks, Thank Jim. you. Hey, everybody. It's um, so nice to be back here doing this thing a bit regularly. Yeah. All right, we're, I guess so we're back, many, huh, baby? Yeah. I back. know. Yeah. I know. Back in the house. Back in uh-huh. the garage. Uh-huh. Hey, um, tonight in the garage, running the board, we've got Bagel. Hello, hello, hello. This is your host. This is Liza. What's up, Wiggy Wiggies? Okay. <laughs> wom wom. Wom wig. Yeah. Nope. I give up. <laughs> Sitting Thank next you. to me, we've got Knock. Yeah, I'm sucking your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> I'm covering them, huh? <laughs> oh, jeez. Next to that, we've got uh, Naked Jim. Hey, hey there. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's it. On the pretty girl couch tonight, we've got Jocelyn. Hey, happy to be here. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rounding out the corner, we've got Henry. Howdy, everyone. Hey. hey. <laughs> and then bringing up the caboose, we've got Bex. Fondle. <laughs> <laughs> Just one word. Yeah. The, the word of the night is fondle. <laughs> the caboose of the pain train. The caboose fondle. <laughs> Spank that caboose. So let's um cover. So last week we were at the dirt bag challenge. Had yep. a lot of fun there. That was yeah. Cool. Um, we, I missed, we missed you there, Knock. I know. I was tired. I didn't want to cross the Bay Bridge. Oh, no. <laughs> like three o'clock he was close. He was like I was closer out, than man. he's ever been. I, I, <laughs> I was bitching out. I, I'll straight out. up say I was bitching out. I know. It gets really tiring adjusting your valves. Well, no. I was, I was, <laughs> That's why you must fondle. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was dog sitting a dog and the thing would just fart a lot. Uh, <laughs> so you decide to hang around? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was cool. Uh, uh, Miss Coco is, is a wonderful dog and I had fun babysitting him. Uh, Aaron and Val are in uh, Motegi. They saw MotoGP live oh, wow. <gasps> two weeks ago. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's pretty tell, dope. Tell me more about the MotoGP. It's awesome. You should watch it. It's like there's two races left, and it's been the most amazing year this year. And if you didn't watch it this year, you're, you're missing out big time. Yeah. Good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Um, well said, though. MotoGP is the shit. It is the shit. So a few of us took a great ride yesterday. Um Mike, uh, Naked Jim, we had uh, Tim. Is that his name, the dude with the short hair? Mm-hmm. He was cool, with the Jixxer 750. And now I'm blanking. Oh, it was How Hard. Oh, and Howie. Howie. <laughs> How Hard. Howie. Howard, Howard is a treat. That guy's the that guy's best. That chill oh, as fuck, gosh. dude. Oh, man. And so we... Such a gentleman. We He's rode down so. to Carmel, and uh, I thought, oh, this would be a good day to take the cobwebs, literally off of the Super Duke <laughs> and take it out. There's like varnish in the bottom of that uh, tank, I think. Oh. Did, did it smell and, funny uh, when you started? <laughs> no. No, it well, didn't? Okay. here's the thing. I started it, pulled it out of the garage. I cleaned it, restarted it. We rode up to the gas station and then it wouldn't start. Oh, oh. no. The, the 
battery was dead. So it oh. only had a couple starts left in it. Jeez. <laughs> mm. I, I, I got a feeling it was the universe looking out for you because the uh, the tire pressure was probably like 15 pounds in both tires. When was the last okay, time you checked the tire pressure? Been a long time. Oh, <laughs> so did you replace the battery or did you just run it so it charged it? Oh, no, I didn't. I couldn't get it started. Um, oh. Jim and I, as everyone was waiting, we tried to do, like, we came back to the house and got the, the jumper, and the jumper didn't work. No shit. Well, it wasn't making sense, right? Yeah, We're like, well, I don't know. thing isn't starting? And then, um, so I'm like, well, just abort mission. Just take me back to the garage, which is only a few blocks. And uh, I hopped on the uh, Versus, which was ready to go. Wait, so how did you limp the bike? You limped the bike back here? I you- left it. Oh, at the gas station? <laughs> at the show. That I show? No, it was parked on a street. <laughs> you oh, don't okay. want to run I, I went back afterwards with the trailer and just picked it up myself. Cool. I am my own mm. best rescuer. Yeah. But it, it did start, though, right? I mean, I no, saw no. you were fucking with it earlier. No, today. I brought it back, and even though it wouldn't start with a jumper cable or with a jumper, once I hooked it up to a good charger, it charged for 10 minutes and said it was full. Hmm. When I hooked it up, it said it had like 12.01, yeah, and that was uh, enough for the bike low. to go like, no, nah, one start, nah, and that was it. That's it, no. Nah. I think the brain's going, you need more juice Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and then the quick ride to the gas station probably wasn't enough to top yeah, it back off. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. It, I got it charged up today. It's it's fine. Cool. Uh, and it got cleaned. But um, mm-hmm. so we headed down uh, towards Carmel, and you know, it was just it was one of those days where the ride is magical. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Well, it's mm-hmm. this awesome fall weather we have too. Um, yeah. The air was cool enough that it felt good with the face mask open, but it wasn't so, you know, warm that you were getting hot riding or getting cold. It was just perfect. I love perfect weather. And for the rides riding that we weather. do, I mean, this is really a great season to be here in, in Northern California. Um, the sun was beautiful and bright. You go through the fields down south, and you can smell the strawberries in the field. Mm. Yeah. You can smell the salt air from the ocean. Were you going, were you going the ocean. Uh, one north, you said? We went one, one south, one south and then we did the um, Malera Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a nice road that we get on that goes through the fields where we just open up. Cool. Because um, we're not going to put anyone else at risk but ourselves. Yeah. I say that. Who responsibly? Um, and <laughs> I can tell you that we were put at risk three times by Mike. <laughs> was Mike, he to- <laughs> Mike got a little lecture from me. Oh, what was he doing? So, well, here's the deal. Liza, are we getting in his way of being number one? Here's the deal. So I'm riding the Versus 650, and they're all on like they're- leader bikes, right? <laughs> Except uh, Tim was on his uh, Jixxer 750. Jixxer, yeah. but. So I know the deal. I open up, but then I... <clears throat> I kind of pull over a little bit. Dog. Don't hey, don't laugh at Bosley. He's sick. He's sick. He's got a cough, just like I do. Um, so I did that thing where I open up, but I kind of got over to the middle of the lane to yeah. let people blast by on the yeah, left. Right? Because that's what we yeah. know when you pull off. You, yeah, yeah. And you're checking your mirror, and I know they're gonna blaze me. Because that's what we do on that road. Yeah. So uh, um, Howie blazes me on his Harley, and then immediately, so I start to like drift to the right. Immediately, Mike blazed me on the right side oh. and i was like f- f- startled right <clears throat> i was like shit and then um he did it again this time howie was ahead of him and howie was in the middle and he started to blaze howie on the right while howie was drifting over to the right oh, and now he had to like whoa react 
And then we uh, he waited for me as we got to the next junction, and we took off on the next road, and he did it to me again, <laughs> where he blazed me on the right after somebody had blazed me on the left. And the next junction, I pulled him aside. I said, dude. Yeah, well, that, you know. Don't do that. The first time I, he did it, because when we pull on that road, the people that know, know we're going to open it up. And we had a couple of people, Howard and, the, and Tim, mm-hmm. who didn't know that as soon as you pull off on this road, everybody's going to open it up. And uh, and I knew you weren't going fast. You were just weren't feeling it. So I was the last one. So I, I was one that passed everybody first. and blew by all you guys. And then I'm just going. And then Mike ripped past me. Pretty, pretty, had a pretty good clip yeah. on the right. But by like about four feet. But I had already started slowing down. Same thing. And drifting over to the right but anyway yeah jim was on the same page as me too because as we're going along on this road i saw a big farm truck up ahead so i just started backing down i'm not gonna blaze when there's work that was a, a fucked farm up truck. pass and <clears throat> and how the other that? guys oh, shit, here we go. just started like they're just going bananas and trying to pass each other and i see them almost all like they're scrambling trying to figure out how was, to, was which my- way to go and i was just like I was he nothing to do with this. Was my kind of Z or yeah? Okay. I'm like I'm gonna hang back here. There's a farm truck up ahead. You know, mud comes off of it. I'm like I'm <laughs> yeah. taking it easy. I'm taking it easy. We're still doing like 80, 90. But you oh know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, these are two lane agricultural roads where there's Brussels sprout fields and lechuga and everything on the sides. But you'll have farm equipment that drags mud and dirt onto the road. Mm-hmm. We were going mm-hmm. at kind of a pretty good clip, so it was hard for me to kind of tell exactly what the road was. Like, is this asphalt? Is it mud? Is yeah. It a- Oh, it's like covered that bad, huh? It can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. But yeah, they, when that truck came up, I backed off. Mike passed me, and there was a, a big sweeping left. <laughs> Mike passed fine, but then Howard just got all like fucked up in the head and excited. Yeah, I know. And he <laughs> followed him on the Harley, and I was like, oh, this is so horrible. Oh, yeah. Potato, potato, but, potato, but they made potato, it. Yeah. It all worked out. It Everyone worked got their out. shit straightened out. We were having fun. And even when we're going down like through Moss Landing, and there's traffic because it's Highway 1. <sighs> Um, it was just so beautiful. And I just remember like birds were flying overhead, which caused a shadow on the road in front of me. And the sun is shining off the water. It, but it was. <laughs> Such a romantic. There are certain times of the year where everything is just, what do you call it? Like pastoral? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, good time it was like, it was like a painting. Yeah. Everywhere was on a painting. So yeah, um, totally. we, took, <clears throat> we took back roads. All the way down, and had moments where we're like opening it up, and having fun, and we went, went over Laurelist grade. Um, no smoke, huh? From we, the fires? No. At that point, it already cleared up. Cool. <coughs> uh, Laurelist grade, which comes from um, uh, Laguna Seca, <coughs> yeah, up over to Carmel, where we went to the Moto Talbot Museum. That's a fun road. Nice. Um, Heavily policed, though. Jocelyn, personally. have you been to the museum yet? I have. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Pretty cool. awesome. Yep. Cool. Um, great museum. We've we've uh, had him on the the podcast before. Good destination to go. And he's God. He's added more bikes constantly. <laughs> he said Wayne people Rainey, are dropping Kenny stuff Robert, off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 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 was it? And we've Ben Bostrom bike. There's a whole bunch of uh, nice really bikes the there, Bostrom yeah. Bros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we yeah. now have one of the oldest Vespas in the United States there at the museum as well. Yeah, the I took oldest a picture. Or one of the oldest. I, I don't know if it's the oldest, but it's one of the oldest. Like like one of the handful of oldest Vespas ever. It's a 1946. Yeah, it was Whoa, it was restored. Rad. It was restored by the founder of the Vespa Club Las Gatos, Rolf Sal- Saltow, and it was re- recently repurchased by one of the members of the club, and it's now got a new home there at the Talbot. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's it a good home to have. It, the one with 
with all the mirrors? No, no. It is <laughs> it is not the one with all the mirrors. It's a very low, sleek, sort of a slate green kind of color. And um, and it's uh, it's going to be down... Uh, I believe it's already on display down in the basement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, and okay. he's got room for all that shit, huh? People yeah. keep dropping off more bikes. You know, he's going <laughs> to you know? have to expand already. Liza's going to yeah. drop shelf. But I'm curious, Jocelyn, you know, we'll learn more about you later, but when you go to Talbot, what bikes really stand out to you? You know, it seems like every time I drop in, he's got new stuff over there. And uh, I was talking to him well, last weekend, I think I popped in. He wasn't really open yet, but if you, you jump up and down outside the gate, he'll, he'll you know, catch your eye and, all right, all yeah. right. Unless it's not, then he'll spray you with a hose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's different yeah. every time. He, he yeah. he had some neat little um, vintage Yamaha dirt bikes that were out front, and he's like, "Yeah, I just had like six of these bikes dropped." Oh, off. the PW80s. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they're giving them to him, and and I said, "Well, I want to start a museum and people bring <laughs> yeah, me bikes." Jeez. <laughs> well, actually, funny you should say. So I mentioned um, recently that I had just gotten this new dirt bike project that I got for free. I'd been left behind at some store that I call on for work. And it turns out it starts right up. And it's a little green dirt bike out there. It says uh, MR175 on it. Nice. And I did some research, and it has a green tank, and they only came in green in 1975. Mm. So I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm researching it. Oh, it's an MR175. It's part of the Elsinore family. So I was down at um, at Moto Talbot, and I said, oh, yeah, I just got this cool little two-stroke Elsinore 175. And they said, no, 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 it's a 250. I said, no, no. It's an MR-175. No, no, no. You must mean an MT-175. No. It's an MR-175 Elsinore. And I showed him, uh, like I Googled it for him and showed him. And they were like, I didn't even know they made a 175. (laughs) (laughs) I said, oh, so does it have any like value? I mean, not like. Like it's gonna go up for auction or anything. I'll buy but it off like, you for three dollars. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're given, we're taken. Mm-hmm. So I'm all right. It's yours. So I'm gonna give it to the museum. It's cool bike. Very yeah. cool. Nice. Well, rather than it just be a little beater bike to pump around the neighborhood, if it's kind of a unique or not as well known bike, I'd rather give it to the museum yeah, since it's actually good. running and in a pretty decent restorable condition. Mm. Yeah, it runs. That's cool. It freaking runs. Oh yeah, we were riding it around today. Yeah. Sounds Likewise. like. So, and then I can go visit it and it's one less thing for me to maintain here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Um, but yeah, it was just it was an awesome ride. We went out for lunch, and then we rode back and we went um through um the Elkhorn Slough, which was closed after last year's storms. It was closed for a long time because it flooded. Uh, for those who don't know, a slough is another word for like marsh. It's just not, it's a freshwater marsh. Smelly. Yeah. 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 But it's it just beautiful. <laughs> it's it's just beautiful. technically accurate. <laughs> Hold your breath when you go through there. It's, it's just pretty, but beautiful. Smelly. So, great ride. One that just, you came home just feeling good about life. Yeah, and those are great rides. Those are great rides. And I think this is the time of year that people are having it everywhere. I think back east, they're really having it because they know that <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> Hurry up. Sure. Winter storage. <laughs> yeah. well, it's like it's very uncharacteristic of October around t- this time. It's usually a lot colder. Yeah. Yeah. October now. No? At the end of October. We, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah usually no, we get really that in summer. Yeah. Well, we had a little rain too. Yeah, we were, like, right. Seeding the clouds, trying for the and for the and I guess we should yeah. mention we've had a lot of fires lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shit's on a fire, yeah, including yeah. one right yep. right here in our up the right up in the right up the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had did have one this week here in the Santa Cruz Mountains by the campus, right in the West Side. Uh, no, 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 there was one yesterday. There was uh, Ben Bowman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and no, but there was one no, there was down one here Santa Cruz on Highway One. Yeah, and I think somebody said like of the last. Seven fires, five were caused by cigarettes thrown out of a moving car. Yeah, uh, fuck that stupidity. But there were a lot of bikes out this weekend. A lot of people were out riding. They weren't smoking yeah. while they were riding, I'll tell you that. Mike car- was. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Well, the cars don't have ashtrays anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, what am I going to do with Jeez, this? Thank you, Jocelyn, on. for clearing that, that up. Put the ashtrays back in the car. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Those that don't smoke, well, we'll ride motorcycles, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to um, introduce Jocelyn, who's here with us. Jocelyn, uh, we go way back. I knew you back when I first moved here. That was like, I want to say I've been here like 14 years now. Um, You were a real figure in the motorcycle community, and we had a lot of mutual friends. And um, you have quite a history of riding, and you've been doing some pretty cool stuff lately. But I wanted to go back and just cover, because... You are a badass chick, and this is a badass chick episode. We're here with Jocelyn Snow, badass chick. We get the baddest chicks out. I'm glad you clarified the history being riding history, because there's a lot of bad history, too. (laughs) We're just going to talk about the riding history today. So... You've got um, you've got a lot of different types of writing in your history, but let's just go back, way back, and and see how you got into all of this. What was the first bike you got, and um, how old were you when you started writing? Whew, geez, um, I think I was about nine years old, and uh, yeah, I was just a kid. Didn't really like motorcycles, so I thought motorcycles and guns are scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I think some guy showed up on a Goldwing to visit my folks, and my mother was like, you want to go for a ride? And I said, yeah, oh. okay, whatever, and jumped on, and that's it. <laughs> so, Game um, over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a paper route. Back then, we had to work when we were kids to pay for our school clothes, so I had this yeah. little paper route. And I started paying this kid at school 10 bucks a week. Uh, for like a year <laughs> and uh, somehow I bought his little KDX 80 dirt bike um, and he told me when I had it paid off and I was like well shoot I don't know how to ride <laughs> so and I didn't want my folks to know you know I was like the principal's daughter and my mother awesome. oh yeah my mother was like the head nurse at the hospital oh, wow. I was like yeah no yeah, they, you're, you're a secret hooligan oh yeah <laughs> well not anymore thank <laughs> For that. <laughs> I just got outed. <laughs> so anyway, so I took the school bus to his house, and uh, he gave me a 20-minute lesson on how to let the clutch out and ride around. Um, the following day was a Saturday, and his folks dropped the bike off at the end of the driveway, <laughs> popped it on a milk crate, and took off. So I kind of waited <laughs> until I heard my mother holler out, Oh my God! It's fluorescent green. <laughs> I think she sounded like that too. Um, so then I knew I was good. But most of the time, the bike's been uh, chained to the floor in the garage. Um, 
because <laughs> maybe I misbehaved and no, stuff. Good made some bad decisions, you know. <laughs> My parents used to do that too. <laughs> but, but they would chain Liza. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was nowhere to ride. I mean, and I was in Maine, right? Just a little tiny town. And so we would we could ride on everybody else's property and, and cross all your neighbors and we'd go up to the church parking lot and do wheelies <laughs> yeah. and ride down to the sand pit and then the railroad tracks where they took out all the railroads we'd ride the railroad yeah. tracks yeah, that sounds super fun it was yeah, pretty it fun and then you'd have to outrun the police because you want to ride the bike home you don't want to push it <laughs> I lived on the top of a hill uh, <laughs> you know and so we had to ride the bike up the top of the hill faster than the police would <laughs> put it in the garage and pretend like there's other girls that have green dirt bikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Susie down the street, I hate her. Oh, yeah. that girl. Tearing it up. <laughs> but I'm trying to read here at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it all started. I um, traded that thing in for a Honda Spree scooter because I wanted my freedom. <laughs> like back then, you could you didn't have to have a driver's license to have one of those, mm-hmm. so I could drive all over the street without getting in trouble and. And then uh, right straight from that to a Ninja 750. Whoop, whoop. Nice. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Yeah. That's a big jump. It, it was. It how, was. How um, old were you when you got that Ninja 750? Um, so I had barely had a driver's license, I think, for like a week. Yeah. If that. Um, and I think I was like 15. Oh, shit. Well, that's and, awesome. <laughs> yeah. You should have seen the salesman face. He didn't think it was awesome. He was like, <laughs> look at me, little girl. Are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, just keep holding the bike until <laughs> yeah. I can get it going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, well, you took wow. your money, so it's like, you know, what else are you going to do? Right? Yeah, right. That's all <laughs> so, they wanted anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice knowing you. Yeah. Wait, were you even five foot tall when you were 15? Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever been five foot tall. <laughs> you know? um, no, I, I don't think I was. I, I think I've been about the same. I'm like five. I'm five one now. Five one and a quarter, maybe, if I stand tall. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, I wanted yep. to point out. I mean, that's another thing that makes you a badass chick. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though you're small in size, you don't seem small in person because you have no fear of a big of a big bike. Well, yeah, thanks. I, you know, I don't, I really don't. And um, everybody tries to tell me, you should just ride a little bike, ride a smaller bike. And, uh, uh, but I don't know if it's really talent. The, the, the reason why I can ride the bike is because I can't touch the ground, you know? Yeah, you <laughs> have to keep going. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, I don't put my feet down. I just can't. So I, I have to balance and I have to make it through. And uh, it's been kind of one of those things. But um, it works out. It works out. All right. So you went to a Ninja 750. How did that work out for you? Did did you have any crashes or no you, you know I, I well i wanted i was about to say i never crashed on the street but i just had this flashback that came to me it was that day i got brand new tires at the dealership and like no one told me about mm. the mode oh, release compound yeah. right yeah. so i'm pulling out of the dealership and of course now this is me i was at the time i think the only female in the state riding motorcycles this was a long time ago you know i could go on a toy run with a thousand people and i'd be the only female yeah so i'm coming out of this dealership and everybody's looking and this these guys pull up to pull out of the dealership in a i don't know what some sort of fast car it was a mustang of some sort and they're going brum 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 and i'm like okay brum brum and i totally forgot i just had two brand new tires and so i just opened up that throttle and then that bike slid and then it caught and high sided in front of the dealership uh, but knock on wood that is uh in uh 37 years of riding wow that's let's just can we scratch (laughs) anyway you get a a freebie yeah that that's it no no uh, no crashing on the street good for you lucky me 
Um, so how many of those ninjas did you go through? Um, I had uh, three Ninja 750s. Mm-hmm. Um, right after I got it, I started uh, doing some track days and, and went after, a, I guess, a road racing license with a CCS is what we called it out this there. This is a, after you moved from Maine? Nope, still, still in Maine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Okay. I didn't move to California until 2000. Yeah, so you were still like this rare bird, who, like a chick who did motorcycle track days. Yeah, they were Let like, alone chick yeah, that uh, rode motorcycles. Exactly. Right? Exactly. They were like, well, we don't have a women's class, right, so get right. on board, lady. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, cool. Yeah, so I did a little bit of that, and uh, about a year after that, um, started uh, racing a little more seriously, um, and then decided, well, the Ninja 750 is kind of a big bike on some of these tracks, and so I went ahead and got a TZ250. Oh, nice. cool. Oh, yeah, nice. the two-stroke. Yeah. So I'm going to smell that, like, castrol. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's still my favorite perfume. I, <laughs> I know. I'm surprised you don't have, like, an incense burning in I here. Do, I do have yeah. one in the house. Okay. Got a two-stroke right. candle. I was like, come on. Yeah. Two-stroke scented candle. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I know. So um, you're still riding on the street, and you were doing the track? Or did you find being on the track was getting you off the street? You know, being on the track was really amazing because I, I, you know, I used to always go to all the races and watch Scott Russell, right? And yeah, he yeah. was the man. And, and just sitting in the stands with my, you know, my fingers in the fence, that chicken wire fence. So they don't <laughs> like just smelling the bikes when they went by. And I, I, I didn't think that it was ever anything I could do myself. It just seemed so, mm, I don't know, so surreal, unreachable, you know. Mm. And um, so when I got my racing license and I was out there, it was. It was just, it was just incredible. Well, surely you had a boyfriend or something helped get you into <laughs> racing, right? <laughs> no, no, not at the time, actually. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I think I, I may have intimidated them a bit. <laughs> so, matter of fact, <laughs> I didn't make very many boyfriends. <laughs> they were like, wow. God damn it! I got beat by a girl. You're cheating because you weigh less, and every seven pounds <laughs> hey, is a horsepower. You are. You're like a jockey. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. I guess it's cheating. Did you know. ever just like look at him in the face and go, "Stop being a bitch"? <laughs> no, just stop it. I go, "Who's acting like a girl I here?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were doing um, road racing. And uh, you had some crashes there? Yes, I did. Um, I did a little road racing, had some crashes. Um, started racing down at Daytona, doing the circuit. Um, oh, you were really traveling. Having a good time. Yeah. Um, and then I was uh, in a race, I was a, and I my motor seized. And awesome. I, mm-hmm, it was at the end of the front straightaway at Daytona, which, um, you know, I think I, that, those bikes will get going about 160 miles an hour. Two strokes do that, don't mm-hmm. they? Mm. Well, you know, so you're coming into turn, it's very sharp left, and I'm trying to, like, I can't put my hand up because I need the clutch, so I'm putting my foot out, and it didn't quite work, and a guy came around the corner, and we hit, uh, I think it was on the back page, two-page spread of Road Racing World, wasn't it? <laughs> like, uh, we were in the air, and I think you could roll a bowling ball underneath us. Oh. My boot flew off. I got... What? Yeah. What? Oh, it was pretty cool. Wow. Was that <laughs> Are you not dead? Good Lord. That's a big hit. Um, broke... Uh, Neck, back, six ribs. Oh, uh, damn, son. Right ankle. Um, yeah, some random stuff. I don't know. Just stuff. <laughs> yeah, just stuff. <laughs> Wait, how many metal bits do you have in your body right now? Currently? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, she's lost count. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think that's another qualification to be a badass chick. You've lost track of the metal bits. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So how did you fare after that? Yeah, so, you know, I was in a wheelchair, um, got back to uh, Maine. I uh, was trying to run a, a sign company there. Um, Wait, you know. hold on a second. Yeah. You were in a wheelchair, and you were telling us earlier that you had lost, had lost some function of your left hand. Yeah. Because of the... Uh, uh, the severity the injury. injury. Yeah. So my my left arm actually. Left arm, yeah, yeah. You listen well, don't you? Oh, oh yeah. That's interesting <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, my my left arm. I had ruined all. I guess damaged all the nerves near near brachial plexus. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But um. So I couldn't use my left arm at all. So I'm in a wheelchair that I can't. I can only just fucking spin circles. <laughs> 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 I was like, I like you, you can wheelie that. <laughs> it was pretty pretty pathetic. Um, wow. And I go to the doctor, and he's just like, yeah, you're never going to ride motorcycles again. Mm. And I never want to hear those words ever mm. in my life. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, my heart sank. I, I mean, if I can't ride motorcycles, like, what do I do? What do, I don't even know what to do. So that was tough. Um, but I didn't want to take it. I didn't want to believe it. And I had a really cool group of friends and supporters, you know, especially, you know, back then, racing, everybody gets involved with the girl, right? Yeah. So I had people coming out of the woodwork offering them the Nike and magnets and the Reiki and the meditation. I don't know. I, <laughs> if you name it, I tried it. Yeah. And, uh, cool. And I didn't give up. And uh, suddenly the, the arm started moving a little bit. And, and it, when it got so that I could get a full rotation, I made sure to drive but I rode actually by the doctor's office and just put my arm straight up in the air with a big old you're number one. <laughs> So, like, how long yeah. did that take? Like, to, to once you got the feeling to maximum use of your arm. Like. Oh gosh, to 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 get the full—I don't even have full grip on my hand. Mm -hmm. But to to get the full movement on my arm was actually years. It was oh, a couple, wow. three years. Wow. But you know, wow. to get it so you can put it on the handlebars, nah, you know, six <laughs> to eight months. Little setback. PT, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so rad. yeah, don't always listen to a doctor. Nobody really knows your body except yourself. And, you know, there you, you go. Yep. Well, and since we're talking about body ailments, you also have an interesting looking finger. Yeah, it's, and I'm explain, not I'm not flipping this. her off anybody. <laughs> so yeah, this this left pinky has a little curve. It's a good nose picker. It's like a little rat. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to describe. So yeah, her left pinky yeah, is, is is perpetually like at a ninety degree angle. 45. So that was um, Willow Springs, um, and uh, lo and behold, there was another lady who started racing. So we were racing together in the men's class, um, and you can imagine the two women who get some serious competition going on. Yeah. So we. <laughs> were and she was on a 600 and I was on the 250 TZ and we were just you know she would take me on the straightaway I'd take her on the corner she'd take me on the straightaway I'd take her on the corner and uh, <laughs> then she annoying. yeah I was like yeah, this so is annoying. getting old yeah. uh, she, she came in um, real tight on the corner and we bumped which was on my right side which made me Ooh. unintentionally apply full rear brake with Ooh. my right foot because we were we were crushed together oh, yeah, yeah so when that happened the bike low sided and her bike low sided and we were just like um i'm trying to picture like one of those big stack cookie things right so yeah. it was like it yeah. was like hand bike me oh. bike her and then something else i don't know oh, so and man. as we slid from miles across that track um and the the finger was pretty much gone 
on it at that oh, point. Geez. Cheap gloves, not cool. Well, not cheap gloves. They were very expensive gloves, but um, you know, back then they really didn't make a gnarly, rugged mm-hmm. women's race glove. And, and mm. I get it. <laughs> What's your market? Well, there's 12 of us finally in the United States for racing, if that. So you know, <clears throat> we had to go with what we had to go with. And they were basically like little, you know, you remember the passenger gloves? I mm-hmm. call them. They're yeah. just, they're just these. I don't. They look like something I might want to wear out on a date in the winter time, you know, to <laughs> try to look at the driving gloves. Yeah. And uh, so there, there goes the pinky. Um, and I went to the doctor in Fresno, hand so, surgeon. To clarify, you didn't completely lose your pinky, but it was mauled pretty. It was good. hanging from a tendon. Oh, oh shit, that's wow. bad. Yeah, it that's was gone. Bad. It was yeah. completely just nothing hanging. Wow. And they they wrapped it up like a giant soccer ball looking thing of gauze. And <laughs> the hand wow. surgeon started working on it. He was trying to put it back together. He was the best hand surgeon I think in the state. And um, Oh, he dialed back the anesthesia and kind of tapped me on the head. He said, hey, wake up. So this isn't going to work. We, uh, <laughs> no. We're going to have to fuse it. I was like, fuse it? He goes, well, you get an option. I mean, fuse it or we can take it off. I'm like, oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, okay, fuse it. And he goes, okay, well, when we fuse women's hands, we usually fuse them. Their pinkies, like, straight out so you can show off your ring. And I'm trying to, like, <laughs> hold on to a grip. I'm thinking in my mind with my pinky sticking straight out. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you know, I look like, like, is that how you drink wine? I just said, not how you ride a motorcycle. I'm like, that's just not going to work. So um, I kid you not, this is the truth. My friend that was with me in the waiting room went to the truck, got a dirt bike grip I you're not this is the truth this is fucking so cool i swear on my life brought it into the surgery room nice. and put a thing on it a, a glove or something wrapped my hand around it that was a radius we requested so wow. this is a that is but, so rad you know guys like to look at it and go that ain't a that ain't a grip girl and that's something else I'm like no that's a grip it's like yeah, yeah, that's you know? totally a grip, totally <laughs> a grip. <laughs> they're just jealous because it's bigger than you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay that joke finally got through to everybody there. Okay. right on yeah, yeah. That's great. That's, that's bad. I was just trying to picture the guy running out to the truck to get a dirt bike grip. That's the, like, that's the truth. That's yeah, that's pretty that's funny. So after that, that's that big crash, though, you you weren't riding for a while. Yeah, it, it took a while to recover. Um, and then I, I got the, the race bike sort of back together um, yeah. and decided I was going to try to keep doing this. And I needed to maybe move to a state where we didn't have snow and mm. cold weather six months out of the year. I mean, I lived in Maine, yep. so mm-hmm. Loudon, New Hampshire was my closest track and they just shut that thing down <clears throat> most of the time. So off to California I went. Yeah. So yeah. you went to California specifically for motorcycles? Yes. <laughs> Fuck, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, how come I'm not doing these things? So what, about what year was this? This was in 2000. Uh, the 4th of July in 2000. I popped in and um, I did a, a couple more uh, pro races and um, decided maybe that wasn't for me. So okay. still racing the the TZ. Still racing the TZ. Um, and then I, I I started transitioning into I, I did a lot of mechanics. So I was a mechanic. So all right, yeah, let's cover this too. So <laughs> you've you've been a mechanic. Yes. W- what level? 
mechanic. So I was a mechanic for an AMA Pro Road Racer um, mm. for a year. It, he actually he won the national championship, so that was kind of neat. Cool. I don't know if that was because of me. I think it was because of him, you know. But I kept the bike going. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, You're a good component of it, yeah. I'd imagine. And you know? Did you learn all your skills just from? racing and just tearing into it and from everyone else kind of showing you and helping you so yeah i've always kind of been that way um both feet in i want to know how things work i want to understand how things work i've always been mechanically inclined um and i always want to be able to do things myself so if someone's going to change my tire i'm like move over okay you just talk me through (laughs) this shit you know i can figure this out and um that's that's how how it all came about just just being stubborn i guess (laughs) that's what it was it's a good so, quality to have. It's a good mechanic. Yeah. So you're still doing your own wrenching? Um, you know, now I don't have time. Yeah. I'm running a business now. So, uh, yeah, I actually call up some favors for some, some pretty awesome um, shops, local shops and stuff that help me out. I, I, I know what you mean. Actually, I was at um, R1 Rich, uh, our friend R1 Rich. Even though I can do all the work and I help everyone do work, I take my bike to him. As I call it, it needs a spa day. Because <laughs> I know he will treat it better than I do. He's just meticulous. Sometimes it's just better to take so it to somebody else. Avocado yeah. mask on that tank. <laughs> nice. Exactly. So you came out here to California. Did you know anyone when you got out here? Not really. No, it was kind of scary. Um, California's a little bit different than Maine, that's for sure. Mm, yeah. you know. Thank God. And did you, did you come yeah. here to Santa Cruz? Um, I, I did. I, I ended up, um, I started off in Auberry and, and worked my way from Fresno to Santa Cruz. Okay. Hmm. Um, got in Santa Cruz, started working for a motorcycle shop. They didn't want to hire me. They were like, wait, we know you. You're a road racer. You're going to be overqualified. Yeah. <laughs> so I kept going back until they hired me. Um, started off at All American Honda here in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. and then went over and, and started up a shop. Uh, for like a silent silent owner, uh, we all ride. I'm sure you guys have heard. We've that. Yeah. mentioned we all ride before. Unfortunately, a lot of times now we mention it when there's a complaint. It's a pejorative and, mention. You know, unfortunately, I'm, I know that they're they're working hard to try and make that a better shop, but they're struggling. And I tell everyone, you know, um, we all ride has been a fixture here in the Santa Cruz community, and it, it's still living on the reputation that jocelyn started because when jocelyn was there it was the go-to place you could go tell her what you needed or tell her what your problem was she could help figure it out get you whatever you want you guys were doing heavy sales i mean it was the destination for racers for um recreational riders uh, everybody went to we all right are you allowed to say uh, what years you were working with them or for them or whatever i don't remember did i tell you i've had a few concussions (laughs) 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 i don't recall but it was about um four and a half five years i worked for them and we you know we really did i you know i cared and the employees that came on board cared we you know we had a passion we all rode we all understood and when someone came in looking for Mm -hmm. something you know it was our mission to get an answer make it happen we ran um we ran a bunch of uh, we did a bunch of uh, like the stunt shows and um, we tried mm-hmm. to do local rides cool. um and then i ran a, a riding school also sort of out of the uh, shop so oh, i taught, cool. taught people how to ride what, how kind, was of, that? what, what kind of riding so I started out with dirt bikes. I had a, a Honda 50 and a 70 and an 80 and the XR100 and the XR150. And uh, I don't know if you remember Alloy. Remember Alloy Gear? They they yeah. tossed me mm. so much stuff. And wow. um, we started. I started off by teaching kids um, over at Hollister Hills, the mm-hmm. Cow Pal. 
and then it, it kind of got into kids and women and then mostly women um, because they, they couldn't you know, I can't learn from my husband or I can't learn from my boyfriend or they don't have the patience and um, so that was awesome and, and t- finally yeah, I had the cool. chance to get more women in the sport because I mean I remember I told you I was back when there was like I felt like I was the only female in the sport and uh, so this was awesome and all of a sudden there's like women riding and then went, oh I could maybe I can go riding with a woman if I teach her how to ride then we can be cool together you know I don't have to deal with all try to fit in with all these boys so the school was great the school was a success the shop was a success um, you know and for being a second story shop in the middle of it like industrial yeah. park it was on fire we were doing great yeah yeah you were saying that uh, Alpine Stars you sold a crap ton of Alpine Stars gears and you were like number some what top five in the state or something oh like yeah that? no I yeah I think um, oh. we did I think we did in the country we did something oh. like top first or two one or two and wow. dirt bike boots in the country oh, and, and Thor yeah. gear we, we hit the number two plate for the state of California sweet and then I started working with Alpine Stars um, because of the whole glove issue um, I, I talked to them about hey you know you need to make a glove for women that really ride so that was cool they um ended up um getting a glove going and uh then i worked with them on making a women's boot He's gonna drink your water. Watch out! Well, I thought that was for him. No, that's for you. Was, oh, you can hear you me. Some, I was you like, some water? I'm like, oh man, there's water coming over here. I'm so thirsty. I'm like, oh, it's for the dog. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you know, he's looking. He's giving me stink eye. Like, I know. like really, that's, can I have that water? Yeah, like. that's for you. So yeah, you were saying there really wasn't women's gloves. So how did how did they reach out to you because they knew you through? All the sales you're doing? I wish I could say they reached out to me and they didn't. I called them up and said, yo, what the hell is this? This is not a glove. Look at my finger. Look at my finger. Yeah. You know? So, um, <laughs> but what a company. The amazing company. They listened. They, they actually came down to, we all ride, right? And they <laughs> listened. And I explained. I'm like, look at this, you know, men's GP plus glove. You need to make a women's glove. There's women out here that ride, you know, that we're not just, even if we're sitting on the back as a passenger, we we should be safe too so come on mm-hmm. um, totally. yeah. that glove was fantastic um and and it and it recently came off the market it's been replaced with something else but it, it went so well what are we at 15 16 17 years wow. yeah wow. and then i thought well that was fun so i spoke up again um at an alpine star meeting with some dirt bike boots and i threw the dirt bike boots down and said so I can't wear these dirt bike boots because when I put a men's dirt bike boot on, I'm what I call leg locked. In other words, it came over my knee. Whoa. So, you know, oh, try walking like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like with two broken legs. Um, so, and then the youth boots were very, um, let's say, Inadequate. less protection. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Good, good word. So, we worked together and developed a women's motocross boot, which was really cool. So nice. good stuff. That's cool. Excellent. So you you did you did some cool shit for women, man. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. I, I'd like no, to think so. I'm like Thank I'm you. totally honored to be hanging out in the room. <laughs> Aw, yeah. that's, so that's sweet. Cool. Man, I would thank you, but I wear men's sizes. Bex, go ahead, thank her for me. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I I do appreciate. I know the struggle in trying to find um, small but adequate protection that's not bright pink. Oh gosh, pink mm. or teal? I just beg them. <laughs> it's I'm all like, right. Any color but pink and teal. It, 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 Come you know, on. actually, I'd be purple. even. Yeah, exactly. No. I, I'd be fine if, uh, even if I could find something that has armor. For I, it took me months to find my 
protective wear for my hands. It's true. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's to it, have a full armor that yeah. fit. It, it's getting better, but it's still not where it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys Agreed. are looking at me. I'm wearing I'm wearing kids boots right now. These are these oh, are wow. youth oh, wow. size five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have kids same youth <laughs> size five dirt bike shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So up to this point, you've been riding dirt, street, track. I know I've seen you do sumo, racing, supermoto, and uh, then you started doing some traveling, some adventure riding, yeah? Yeah. Um, what were some know, of the... Tri- so you got the travel bug? Yeah. I thought the racing thing was kind of fizzling out. I, was, I felt like hmm. I could feel more more stuff, more pain, more metal, more things were hurting. Were you, uh, you know? Was it really hurting your wallet, too, having a dump fucking ton of money? Yes, racing? it was. And that yeah. was, you know, I had, don't get me wrong, I had a lot of sponsors and a lot right. of help. But I always tell people, you know, racing is the closest thing to a dollar sign, hands down. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of started fizzling out on the racing and, want, and started riding for fun, um, which was cool. That was um, something I hadn't really done since I had bought that dirt bike when I was a little kid. So yeah, yeah. Um, started doing that and got uh, oh an Adelize trip and went on to do the best of Europe and thought that was so cool. I went and did it again. <laughs> and then, so what's, uh, what's the best of Europe again? Oh, you start off in Germany, and you do Germany, Austria, Switzerland, France. You get a little piece of Italy sometimes. Mm. Oh, it's cool. like a tour it's like an, Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't okay. it mostly an Alps group. trip? It, it can't. Well, they so Edelweiss is a tour company that's basically worldwide. Wherever the heck you mm-hmm. want to go, you can you can go. Um, but this particular one was the best of Europe, and it did it had it had the Alps in it. You yeah. know, oh my gosh, it was like it just. What What were you riding on that? Um. So that. Both times that I did the best of Europe, I was riding a GS650 BMW. And then I did the best of Italy, and I did that on the Ducati Multistrada. (laughs) And you guys are looking at me. You're sizing me up. I can't touch the ground on any of them. The the old school Multistrada? The the ugly Strada? No, no. It was was a cooler (laughs) one. I I looked cool. cool. Really, it was cooler, I swear. (laughs) I like that. So that was pretty fun. And... um, and I, I can't touch the ground on any of the bikes in my garage. I, was good, I, don't think I've ever, see you looking. You're still looking. You're no, still looking. I don't think I've ever seen your feet touch the ground. Yeah, actually. no, they just, yeah, it just doesn't happen. Are you, wait, are you saying her feet are to. always up in the air? Oh, man, that wait was, a minute. What, what, wait a minute. What you Did you get into my personal life somehow? <laughs> Not on purpose. No. <laughs> but, uh, but I've seen the videos where you ride, and you, you are just right there. When you have to stop, you just come right down. And just put that one foot down. Tripod. Did you guys guys see that that Facebook thing that went viral for a little bit where the the guy's riding his bike in front of the car and then he jumps off and stands next to his bike and then then the the light turns green. He jumps back. Back It's it's not fucking funny, all right? (laughs) This is a real thing, I've done that. You know, I once saw a a real, like, little person, like, 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 super small, like, I don't know, three little feet. people, like three feet tall, maybe little people. Yes. Okay. And he was riding a, a, a scooter, like the smallest scooter you could get, but he was riding it and he had to, he had to do the same kind of move. He had to like hop off <laughs> every light, but he was rocking it, man. I was That's like, yeah, awesome. Dude, yeah. That's it. awesome. Yeah. yeah. He was running. I love that stuff. That's man. great. I yeah. imagine it just keeps you agile. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. what other adventure trips have you done? Uh, so, um, 
I was using a KTM 990 SMT, Supermoto Touring. Yeah. It's kind of a rarity mm. bike. Um, I like. turned it into an adventure bike. I put knobbies on it, and then I had to make like a oh. bracket to lift up the front fender so the knobbies would fit in there. And <laughs> um, I got boxes for it. So you had the big metal box, the pannier boxes, right? So this thing looked like an adventure bike, but it really wasn't. But I pretended it was because it had 17-inch <laughs> wheels, so I could just scoot off the seat enough to get my feet down. And so this was my adventure bike. Nice. And then I did uh, four or five KTM adventure rallies in a row um, and really enjoyed myself with it. And then I got the BMW bug. Um, yeah. So, so, so I went ahead and I just, I don't know, I guess I get bored maybe, but I just went ahead and I bought a GSA 1200. Mm. So it was the biggest one they make there, wow. I guess. And decided I was going to take off and go to Alaska. So Man. <laughs> so that was when I entered uh, adventure riding, which was a, a year and three, a year and four months ago. And um, I did. I went to Alaska. I did 30 days, 12,000 miles. It was fantastic. the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> best cool. thing. I've ever, and, I mean, and, and everyone talks about it. And guess what? There's not a good time to go. I mean, mm. I was trying to run a business. <laughs> I think I had two employees quit like the day before I left. Oh, no. Everything <laughs> fell apart. And I was like, no, you know what? Fuck this. I deserve this. I'm going. I want this. <laughs> and it was the best thing I have ever done. I got a question for you. I asked this for people who go on long trips. Um, at what point did you realize on the road you're going that you went, you realized, holy shit, I'm doing this? Like, because, like, for some people, it's like two, three hundred miles, and you're, all right, I'm at a point of no return, and uh, I could die out here, but whatever, I'm going to do it anyways. When was that moment for you? You know, it was kind of this transitional period. It started off not even. A hundred miles out, yeah. uh, where I felt relaxed because you know running your own business, your head's always going, your mind's always going. You wake up in the middle of the night taking a stuff, and about a hundred miles out, all of a sudden I was completely relaxed. Yeah, and that is one thing that motorcycling can motorcycling can bring, mm -hmm. and and it was just peace. And, and nothing mattered but the open road and the terrain in front of me and the bike and the scenery. And it was it was awesome. And I, it was a selfish reason. I took the trip for myself. I sure. wanted to see stuff. I wanted to do things. I wanted to ride my new bike. Um, but then about the second day, um, we were posting this. I went with a buddy on a KTM. I'll get to that, too. It was kind of interesting. But <laughs> <laughs> so we were posting every single day. We were posting the you know, the photos and, and little stories of things that happened. And people were replying in off social media, hey, you know, I'm not at my house, but it looks like you guys are going right by. Um, the key's under the mat. The fridge is full of beer. Knock yourself out. Spend the night. There's tools in the garage. Rad. I mean, people were coming out of the woodwork just offering to help. Is there anything we can do? Is there anything you need? Oh, by the way, I have a mechanic friend. He's going to be right in the town. You're going if you need anything. It's taken care of. And um, it, it kind of, it brought back like my belief in humanity because when i left i had a little bit of a sour feeling on it you know yeah and that wait a minute people are good out there you know and people are awesome and then what happened is people were writing in saying you know oh jocelyn you don't even understand this is like i'm living vicariously through you and i mean it you know i had an injury i used to ride my motorcycle and i had an injury and i can't ride bikes anymore and and i'm i wake up in the morning and i run to my computer to see your posts and see where you are <laughs> and i've always wanted to go to alaska and i'm and i'm reading this several of these and, and tears coming down my face and That's the trip awesome. changed and at that point it, it wasn't about me anymore it was yeah. it was about 
wow, you know, I can show people what's out here. I mean, this everyone's seeing this. Everyone's seeing these pictures and these places to go. And, and it became like, well, what can I show them today? You know, and it yeah, was more yeah. about them. Cool. And, uh, and that's when it became even more rewarding. That is cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, let's, let's <laughs> go back yeah. a little bit more because you've got so much more writing you've done. So at some point you started you, you got a business going too doing another sign business yeah so um i had a sign business on the east coast and when i when i got out of the motorcycle shops i decided i better do what i know and that's sign so being a contractor here so i got a sign business and i got a vehicle wrap business so snow signs and crazy wraps and salinas got me pretty busy Cool. No, yeah, too busy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You right. want to explain because I I hit you up too. You made a mistake. Uh-oh. You posted something <laughs> oh, shit. on social media. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Probably you make wraps for your GS, oh, and you yeah. keep putting throwing up different colors oh, and designs boy. on, and it's really sharp looking, and it sets it apart. <laughs> and you here come the biker door. Every time you have like a new a new wrap on it, you show it off, and I'm like, I want that. Oh boy, yeah. you you're doing it was a mistake because you have no idea that that video. And by the way, that's the first video I think I've ever made. <laughs> I was like, so cool. how do you make a video with an iPhone, you know, so it was pretty <laughs> amateur, but that thing went somewhat viral. And, um, what was it? It's been up maybe three weeks. So we've had 78 inquiries of people begging for wraps on GS bikes. Um, I think there's a business in just that. Uh, you yeah. know, it's like, no, I just want oh, to change yeah. the color on my bike, not everyone else's bike. Well, those Beamer uh, guys have the money for that too. So right. it's like, yeah, man, go for it. It does. It tends to be the, the demographic is, you know, yeah. the male, you know, over 40, retired, <laughs> yeah. you know. But what I like is if it gets messed up, scratched or you don't like it you just peel it off yeah exactly and so i don't know what the reason was what it, maybe it was all of those why i did it and we've already talked about how i kind of have my, i lose attention on things um but it, you know changing the colors fun um when i when i took the wrap off i had like an army green wrap was the bike was blue so when i took the wrap off it the bike looked brand new. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Cool. And believe me, this bike's hit the ground, okay? So it was like, <laughs> wow, this looks like it just walked out of the showroom. So I'm going to keep wrapping it as I wrapped it again. Uh, red, white, and blue, I guess. Nice. Do you want Do you want people to contact you if they want to get wrapped? You can contact me. <laughs> just don't expect me to contact you back right away. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it looks great, and I don't yeah, think you thanks. were prepared for this no, so it wasn't well, where do you, where do you go to check long. it out if you want to check it out online <laughs> yeah you can certainly you can go to crazyraps.com and it's at k for crazy k for crazy yeah, i guess i'm crazy i get that one yeah, yeah okay just make a sure just, just <laughs> and uh yeah and check it out and there's a there's facebook page and all that good stuff all right so you've done some other um cool trips let's cover some more things there's so many things you've you've done so um our listeners are very familiar with zero motorcycles we we've had them on the show and we talk about them often so you have uh, worked with the zero before yeah um how long ago was this boy um hmm. let me think about this i'm gonna say this might have been about five or six years ago i'm gonna say six 
again the concussions back, and put the timeline together back in the early days oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i keep facebook just so i know my timeline <laughs> <laughs> it's not for anyone else i was yeah. like what happened um <laughs> no we did a, a a little thing called ride to adventure a little show um and we we rode the bikes down the anza borrego um desert and stuff um got to ride the bike underwater through through the only water I know water in the desert was kind of mm-hmm. interesting um, and it, it performed very well it was just really quiet you know it just plowed through the water really neat stuff an amazing company so it was short lived it was just a one show fun good stuff but that older version had um, a much uh, weaker battery. How long could you go on a charge on that, the so, kind of riding you were doing? Sure, yeah. So check this out. It was kind of interesting. Um, my co-rider was a big, tall big, you know, guy. I think he was, oh, my God. To me, he looked eight feet. He might have been six <laughs> and Everybody looks eight. He's so, way up there. Yeah, he was up there. And his battery, they had to change his battery at break. They had to change his battery at lunch. They had to change his battery after lunch. And I'm, I wrote all all day on the same battery so i couldn't understand and then someone explained it well it's load right mm-hmm. so it's electric motor you got load on the and motor. draft mm-hmm. and draft yeah. so um i think that's that's a lot of it you know and because we were riding them the same we were going the same speeds we're riding together side by side that's neat you ride the zero motorcycle you ride side by side and we're having a conversation like that's we're having neat. right yeah. now yeah. you know yeah. it's like so do you want to take the trail up ahead on the left you're not <laughs> screaming you know or you don't have to have like your communication device you're just and you can even have a cup of coffee in your yeah hand, you right? can i mean While it's so quiet and you know you're watching the little deer prance in front of you they don't even <laughs> see you those yeah. electric bikes are cool so yeah what did you think is that something that interests you um i was very impressed uh i really was except where i've gone now is more i want to go for a long period of time for instance the gsa i don't know they, we call that the exxon valdez i mean that thing carries i don't know tanker, yeah. 200 gallons of fuel i'm not real sure you know when the fuel huge. tankers run out i pull over on the side of the freeway and i fill them back that's <laughs> a lot of fuel and um so I just want to go longer distance. I want a bigger adventure. I want to, you know, travel farther, see new things. So the the zero doesn't really work for me on that. Now, you know, there are those times when I can't get away because I'm busy and I'm working where I want to go, like, poach a, you know, poach a state park or poach something like that. Then maybe, you know, maybe the zero <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> we could wrap it camouflage and we could go ride around. Oh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Henry Cowell, here we come. <laughs> so we, we love zero bikes. We also love the Alta bikes. Oh, yes. Mm. Very cool. And I tried an Alta. I have not. Alta is basically a race ready bike where the zeros are more of a commuter, like commuter, uh, more affordable city. Yes. Um, Alta is is a race ready bike. They're really amazing. And they're making some big plays this year. So you should keep an eye out for that. Definitely will. But, um, yeah, you should try one of those. They've got an Enduro version out now. Oh, yeah, that just came out. But they're more into the dirt, mm-hmm. the flat tracker stuff. But, yeah, they're fun to watch. All right, let's cover some amazing other shit you've done. Like, you did a little Baja trip. Yes, um, I rode Baja a couple times um, on, with Malcolm Smith. Okay, sh- fun. Oh, really? not fair. Really? Okay. Uh, not wait, fair. Oh. <laughs> I gotta throw, I gotta throw some names around. Yeah, yeah. it helps me <laughs> look important, right? <laughs> okay, hey, that's a did dream. You, did you drop something there? <laughs> <laughs> did you drop a, yeah. drop a name? Uh, man, I gotta tell you right now, that <laughs> man. Cool. 
what what an inspiration he is truly one of my heroes he, he i can't even i can't even talk when i talk about it. i get all choked up that man is amazing amazing how old is he now i don't even know he's ancient he's ancient <laughs> yeah. and he you know broken hips and stuff and he climbs wow. on that bike and he outrides anyone God, he's man. just something else and to be able to ride with him and you know of course we stop at the orphanage and we give the kids rides on the bikes hmm, and cool. those kids are just yeah and, and then you know they thought well it's a girl and that was cool so the right, kids are on a ride on the girls cool. bike we had we just had a blast and he's probably been doing that for like decades decades, and decades he right? sure has like he what, what's he riding down there Oh, you know, he's been on KTM, so mostly the mm-hmm. KTM, the four strokes. Bull taco. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. the two stroke. Yeah, he you know, he changes it up, right? <laughs> Mr. Baja, right? <laughs> so um, I'm not sure what he's riding now. I haven't I haven't ridden that uh, with him in a while. I did. I you know I had the opportunity to ride in Colorado a couple times with uh, I don't know. You probably don't know Chad Reed and uh, Jeremy McGrath. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> well, I didn't really ride with them. I think I may have sucked their dust, but yeah, it was an experience nevertheless. Um, and I don't know when I, I pulled out of one of the trails, and Chad reads like on the side of the trail, and he's talking with some of the other riders, and they're hanging on their bike. And I'm like, oh, I gotta impress him because I was the only girl there, right? So I gotta <laughs> impress him. So I go by and I pop this wheelie, and you know, I don't know, my foot flipped off the peg, and so I couldn't take the wheelie down, and he just get like higher and higher. I'm like, I'm going to loop my shit. <laughs> I'm so going to loop it. And it was like, I, awesome. it was like almost past balance point. I'm like, I'm dead right now. And I, you know, it just kind of rolled off and it worked its way back and it came back down. I'm like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm meant to do yeah. that. <laughs> and then it comes down and I'm like, now I'm like, I don't know, a quarter mile away from him. But I looked back and I was like, yeah, that's right. I did that. <laughs> but he doesn't know who I am anyway. <laughs> but it was fun. Good times. Yeah. Nice. Oh my God! Have you done any other amazing trips like that? I mean, you're you're making us jealous. No, 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 no. You got come on, man. This is where it's at. I just I, all this worked up to here. All the <laughs> yeah. stuff I've done got me here. This I is just, the pinnacle this of is your where career. I wanted to be. You, you know? heard that here first. You're at the peak. Yeah. You're this, at uh, peak uh, Jocelyn right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Not two stroke at AMA. It's this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like the jack. I'm the jack of all trades. I yeah. did. I've done the flat track. I've done the motocross. I've done a little tiny bit of trials. Um, I did the hair scrambles. The, the touring adventure. Is there? Have you done a Super scooter? Motor. writing I, yes um only you know only when i had to help a guy get it from point a to point oh, b okay. uh, yeah not really not too much sidecar racing yes i got to try the monkey <laughs> oh, oh, man. Cool. that was the craziest thing how did they do i was so fucking tired after I the bet. first lap this yeah, was man. uh where did we do that the loud new hampshire and you had to oh. climb over on one end and then climb over on the other end. And yeah. then you, your helmet is, so you're laying off this thing as far as you can with your face an inch from the pavement and rocks and debris are like whacking you in the face <laughs> shield and the pavement's going by and it's just like what it is it's like right before you crash for a long period <laughs> of time <laughs> and you're just like shit 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 that was um yeah and we got we got one lap out and I'm like I'm giving him like I'm tapping him like I'm tapping out I'm tapping yeah. out I'm done <laughs> this is crazy how do you guys do that and they call him a monkey you know I'm like a god I don't know but that was pretty fun yes a little bit of that have you ridden a harley yeah yes okay. i have uh road king um 
um, and uh, what was a street glide and uh-huh. a heritage with a screaming eagle. Any, anything else you guys can think? We can test her to see if she's Bring doing it. it. Ice <laughs> racing. Yes. Oh! That was uh, in in Maine. You know, we, we put yeah. the little little studs on Stud. our tires. Oh, we had, it was pretty fun. I mean, what else do you do in Maine in the winter? Ice fish. Whoa! I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, what's what's the primary difference aside from weather? Obviously, uh, the biking culture in Maine versus California. So that's interesting. You asked me that. Yeah. It's not really. I get asked that all the time. People want to know. That's interesting, generic question. So, no, they want to know. They is it the weather? Yeah. No, is it? This is what it is. Honestly, the biggest contrast from the far east coast to the west coast is the people. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah no, don't get me wrong. I'm a California girl now. I love love California over here, but I'm telling you the people on the east coast, it's a whole different deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may be because the towns are smaller, there's less people. Hmm. Um, but my biggest I guess challenge of what I had to adapt to when I got to California was the people. I was used to going to the grocery store. You go to the grocery store, and by the time you get to the checkout, you've made friends with everybody in line. As a matter of fact, the lady behind you probably invited you to a picnic with her and her kids, some birthday that she's having that afternoon. And that's how it worked there. Um when you mow your lawn on the east coast you might mow over onto your neighbor's lawn and then we'd whack around his mailbox because we don't have fences there yeah you know this is everything you can pull off on the side of the road and just walk into the woods you know in california you get stuck in the in the deer net here and just like <laughs> yeah. like there's fences everywhere everybody has a fence everybody has a property line um and it just seemed like it was i was used to going to the gym yeah. and you talk to everybody so, you know, I moved to Fresno and I went down to the, I don't know what it was, the, you know, 10-hour fitness club or whatever it was. And, <laughs> and, uh, Only 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Just 10 hours. And because there's, you know, what is it, the other uh, 12? Well, I'm sorry, 14? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, there's math in there. Yeah, you got to rest. So... Yeah, I went down there and I just tried right, right in. Like, hey, how you doing? Where are you from? And I was like, I don't think I ever got so many dirty looks in my life. <laughs> no, no. Definitely the people. I mean, the tough. weather's a big thing. Don't get me wrong. The weather's, that's why I moved here. But sure. but it's it's the people. Yeah. And that translated to actual uh, the motorcycling community, too. It was a little bit tighter knit in the East Coast because, I mean, aside from you you know being a woman and being a kind of a rare gem over there, right? Like. There was there was the community there as tight as it is out here, or was it different as far as motorcycling? So it was it was different to me then because it, it being a female in the male sport was a big deal. Sure. I mean, it wasn't now. There's women everywhere, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so so that it's not such a big deal anymore. But maybe that's one of the things that I like about the motorcycle community is that. It, people like I said people I don't even know are my friends yeah. you know I'm like I can pull up to a gas station and and I can go and walk over to the three other motorcycles and we're BFFs yeah you know um, if I'm in trouble on the side of the road a motorcyclist is who's gonna mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. when I, when I did my Alaska trip I carried um, six bottles of fuel and that's back to that KTM story we can talk about later so six bottles of fuel and most of the time they were used to fill up um, Harley Davidson <laughs> on the side of the road you know because and, and the guys there's these guys I think six to be 
I wanted to actually make little stickers and put them on my tank for every time I put a, a Harley on the side of the road. So six, because it's a mountain passes, and I was in all kinds of crazy stuff and, and remote roads, and there's not a lot of gas stations out there. Um, but yeah, and the guys would say, "Man, I've been on the side of the road for 45 minutes, an hour, you know." And then I just, well, I go, well, it doesn't get dark here at least. Last <laughs> yeah. guy, you know, yeah, yeah. at least I could see you. But yeah, and then it was me. It was a motorcycle that stopped, you know. So we're we're awesome. We're a nice, tight group. We take care of each other. It's yeah. uh, you know, it's it's a place to be. So really. now I want to hear the KTM story. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So there there was a, I put the offer out to everybody I knew. Who wants to ride to Alaska with me? You know, and it was kind of like, whoa, a month. I can't take a month. So at first I thought I was going to go by myself. Oh, okay, I'll write a magazine article about it or whatever and have fun with it. Finally, a good buddy of mine that lives up in um, Oregon hmm. said he'd go. So he had the KTM uh, 1190. Mm-hmm. Great bike. Yep. You know, awesome bike. And I went on the BMW 1200 GSA. And so not too long after we left, I guess it became a big deal. It's like I said, we were we were writing every day um, on Facebook, uh, the photos and stories of our thing. But the people who were watching, probably they didn't give a shit about our photos or the story. They just wanted to know which bike is going to make it, the KTM or the BMW? <laughs> Who's going to break down, you know? And with the, there was, the BMW had to stanchion issue with the fork tubes mm-hmm. and I had recently had mine fixed and it was just before the recall which has yeah. happened now you yep. know yeah. which I had them fixed again when I got back and recalled mm. but um so there was that going on and so the you know the GS Giants the Facebook page the GS Giants all the you know BMW guys are watching this post and so were the KTM guys so let's just see if the KTM makes it through this or if the BMW yeah not anybody and you guys and, and? Ah. it was a, a V strum right <laughs> it was a KLR that made it up winner, there winner winner <laughs> well you know the KTM had several several problems um, yeah. and was in the shop a few times mm. eventually. And what's funny is I got to tease my friend because a, a year prior, I, I took him on that KTF Adventure Rally. We went to, oh, where did we go? Colorado, South Dakota, and his bike broke down every time. And one time it was on the extraterrestrial highway. Oh, I've been on that road. Yeah. That's a great road. Well, That's well, cool. Try living on it for two days. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. so, no, thank you. This time I told him, okay, dude, listen, if you're going to ride with me to Alaska, which, by the way, he decided 10 days before his time to go, oh. I said, you're going to prep that motorcycle like you've never prepped it before. In other words, take it to your dealer. Yeah. So yeah. I said, I want change brackets, brake pads, I mean, change your oil, I mean, this thing, get your, check your valves, this thing needs to be, mm-hmm. like, rocking, ready to go, get your new tires on, you know, like, everything you need, um, which he did, but it, it had some hiccups along the way, and, and we got, I don't know, I think, we were, get, don't get me wrong, we were sucking some pretty bad fuel, mm. so, oh, and, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his bike was running out, so wherever I filled my cans from he was getting it because he would run out of fuel while i had half a tank Mm, interesting Um, yeah Mm. easy so anyway Uh, i think he he messed up his fuel filter or hmm. something like that and um the bike wouldn't run anymore along with some other problems that we had and and you know i eventually 
left him in a beautiful hotel at a nice KTM dealership, <laughs> and we agreed to meet back up in two or three days at a, another location. So he beelined to the, the meeting point, and I rode the remote roads. We, we did um, the back road discovery routes, um, dirt roads, so I, I rode the rest of the dirt roads until we met up a few days later. Nice. Yeah, so. Meet a lot of Beamer dudes happy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Justify their purchase. <laughs> like, see, I told you. I had like 42 new friend likes. <laughs> yeah. The GS Giants were like, oh, come join our group. BMW so needs good. to send you like a check or something. I, I have like, to ask you, though. <laughs> okay. You are not large, as we already established. And the GS1200 is sort of large. What do you sort do of. when you fall over? Yeah, so that bike is a bit, it's a bit big, so the GSA, <laughs> so I have a GSA and I also have the 1200 GS, I've had that for a week, today was its first ride, um, and when I, when I, when you fall, when I fall over, so, so this is how I'm riding, I mean, if I'm riding straight, I'm riding on the street, I'm riding tur- turns, curves, whatever, if the bike's moving, I'm not falling over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, if I'm doing technical terrain, rocks and sticks and logs and telephone poles and stuff, most of the time <laughs> I'm not falling over. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm doing a technical situation, loose dirt or sand or something, I know I'm probably going to eat my shit. I'm, I'm actually, we're only going for second gear, your feather in the clutch. It's a slow tip over. They're not like pile drive crashes. You know, I haven't, haven't knock on wood, I haven't done any of that yet. Um, so when I tip over, the bike hits the ground and it takes a while before I hit the ground. <laughs> I picture you just yeah. jump off like a ninja. You kind of like, do, you know, off. just like just jump off and yeah. um, it's, it's really just a tip over um, like we have when we're on our dirt bikes, right? And we tip them over in the woods, except mm-hmm. I have 600 pounds I got to pick back up. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten pretty good at it. Cool. <laughs> <So> <laughs> picking them back up. So really, you just get under there and use the leverage and you can heft that thing up. Exactly. Wow. You yeah. use a, the use squat, your, right? You use your mm-hmm. back and backwards. It's all the legs. It really yeah. is all the legs. Yeah. Um, now, when I was freighted for Alaska with full panniers and tools and tent and sleeping bag, I mean, I look like, you know, some sort of a boom boy on this big old you know <laughs> like i had an rv on the back of my bike um and that did tip over and and i i could i could not lift that bike so oh, and we would team t- you know two two of us right. on one bike and, and get that thing back upright so you've been riding a long time you've done racing you've done done it all you're getting up there in the years now's the time to just Take it easy, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I thought, you know, I was like, yeah, maybe just to do some more tours, relax, see some light. But no, I I got this kind of wild hair to sign up for this. She has trophy qualifier. Okay. Until... Until recently, I had never heard of the GS Trophy. So yeah. for people who haven't, let's cover what it is. This is a BMW-sponsored event, yes? It is, correct. Um, and, you know, and it's too bad you hadn't heard of it, but I hadn't either until someone told me. And, right. and I don't really know if they market this thing quite the way well, they this should. is an international it event. is so it started in 2008 and it runs every other year so yes yeah, so sort of yes every <laughs> sort of yes wait uh, so well, yeah the event itself correct is exactly the one year is a qualifier and then they have all the countries qualify and if hmm. you can qualify to make the team which is usually a team of three bmw likes to do things in threes i guess so yeah. if you're a team of three then you make the team then you get to go to whatever country the following year that they're going to host the gs 
trophy. So you have your GS trophy qualifier on the first year and the actual GS trophy. The GS trophy is kind of like... I could describe it as the Olympics of motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So all the countries coming together and everybody trying to do the impossible. In these <clears> and it's like the decathlon. Yeah. It's no so it, let's explain what this is. Because this isn't a timed race. This is a, it's like a skills test. So the qualifier is a skills test. This is not about time. Well, some stuff's timed, but... No, you're not racing against other people. Right, do your right? best exactly. to describe mm, yeah. <laughs> what this is. So the in the qualifier, they want to see that you can control the motorcycle, um, mm-hmm. you know, balance the motorcycle. There's a lot of drills like hang on to a rope and only use your clutch and ride um, rough terrain in a circle as you wrap the rope around the barrel. Don't let the rope touch the ground, that kind of stuff. Or, you know, here's, a, here's deep sand, deep 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 sand and we want you to slalom but don't put your foot down or touch the ground as you slalom through the cones don't hit a cone and the cones only as wide as your cylinders that are sticking out by the way Mm. you know or here's some mud deep mud you know and we want you to get into the mud and slalom through them or here's some cones with tennis balls on top they're in a line sort of over bumpy terrain we want you to stand on your bike use your clutch using only your clutch to motor the vehicle forward scooch down pick up a tennis ball don't stop keep going don't put your foot down That's go to the up. next cone drop the cone yeah fucked oh, up it is you know it basically That's awesome can you operate a latte machine while you're running <laughs> yeah. Can you put your eyeliner on? Why, wow, you know that's the women's <laughs> Paint class. Paint your nails right? as you, you're driving exactly. a manual transmission. Exactly, and do the little flowers and bedazzle it with a diamond. <laughs> yeah. But don't take you know, your foot off the brake while you're turning right. Right. It's so just, I wanted wow. to say, in, in honor of a video that you had posted of a little technique that you do, mm-hmm. right? Where let's best we can describe it. There's. Um, a pole with a what like a 10 foot long stick exactly. extending off of it right and that other end of that stick is sitting on the top of another pole it's just balanced on it right right so it looks kind of like a limbo if you guys can imagine or like a, a goal a post, limbo maybe. stick right and it it's actually well it looked high on you as well like five feet high everything maybe. looks high on I know. Yeah, you know <laughs> um so you ride up to it using just your clutch with your Throttle hand free. Correct. You ride up and you pick up the loose end of the stick and you ride in a perfect circumference full circle, bring it back around and you have to set it back down on where it began. Exactly. And so you don't want to pull the other um, holder that's holding the stick. You don't want to knock right. that over. You don't want to get too far away where you have to drop the stick. You don't want to get too close. You're not going to make the turn and it's yes yeah, it's, it's just it's a good and you're control standing and using clutch control and do this so in honor of that <laughs> i set up a test for everyone today out in the parking lot awesome <laughs> i rode up, up and i saw this and i was like uh, are we limboing nice. <laughs> it, was, it was similar in that i used two traffic cones and then a like an eight foot stick of pvc pipe nice and uh you had to ride up to one of the traffic cones pick up the end of the pvc and ride a perfect circle around and then set it back down Back on the top of the traffic cone. They work quite well. Very it's cool. pretty cool. How yeah. did it work? How did cool. it there, there was a cradle, yeah. and then there was the pivot cone. Yep. Yeah. So there's the cradle cone and the pivot cone. Exactly. And um, it it took some practice. Like I mastered it on my Elite 150 scooter. Nice. I 
don't think I could do it on anything. <laughs> yeah. But I'll say, I don't think I could do it on the scooter, but I did it on a, a TTR 225. Oh, perfect. Nice. Well, and it's not 500 pounds, but... <laughs> no, no, but it's it's still, it's it's balance. It's balance. I mean, at this point, when you're balancing, you, the yeah. bike doesn't really weigh anything. It was fun, it, though, know? to try. Yeah. Yeah. Bex, did, Bex mm-hmm. did it on the scooter. took a big <laughs> learning curve. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah, I'd never <laughs> ridden on a scooter before. And she stuck with it. And, and I did it. And I don't know. You guys were so patient. I went and around in circles. It was teaching mm-hmm. her where to look. Yeah. It was yep, teaching yep. her where That's to look. That's the key. Um, bagel did it after just a couple tries awesome. on his scooter. Way to both, go, Bagel. Both directions. Nice. With the clutch. Both Hen- directions. Henry yep. gave it a shot on your, what is it, a CBR? Uh, VFR. VFR 1000? 800. 800. Could that not did. turn it in a tight <laughs> enough circle. No. Like, he was trying. It was kind of sketchy watching. But he, he tried. And then Charlie's like, let me try it on your bike. Yeah. <laughs> on your bike. Yeah. Oh, no. You should know, Charlie yeah. did it on the scooter. Then he jumped up to the TTR, did it. And then he did it on his FZ6. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was pretty you good. You should sign up for the GS So Charlie's now ready for the next challenge. And he jumps on the VFR. I was feeling extremely uncomfortable as I was watching Charlie try and maneuver this thing <laughs> slow speed in a tight circle and leaning it so tight and he was wobbling and almost falling oh. over and I'm just like ah! yeah. and he would just accelerate out which yeah. we do not have a large parking lot so there no. were things you could run into right yeah his yes. leg is coming out for some of that yeah. <laughs> you don't normally hear Liza go ah! I, I shut it I shut it down because yeah. he was giving it the go that's yeah. awesome um, he, he was, was getting it close was, it was Man. so sketchy and then a knock I roped him into him like do you want to do it on the scooter you want to try it on your big bike Charlie did it on a big bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you offered me the scooter. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it on this piece of shit. Let's do this. Let's, <laughs> let's do it on my bike. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of did it. Good he kind of did he it. Did and that. then he fell over and bent his brake lever. No, it was my, oh yeah, my uh, foot lever. Yeah. 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 yeah but he, he gave it a shot. So everybody got to do it. Everyone who came Considering out Considering that was yeah. the first time ever. Good job. I thought it was a great <laughs> test and I was, was. making yeah. everybody do it on whatever choice of Somebody whatever bike they wanted to do. We should keep that set up every week. Mike did it I on the like Elsinore. Yeah, did he? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I wanted to thank you, Jocelyn, wow. for posting that. It was a lot of fun. Oh, we had so much fun. Yeah, that's right. very cool. cool. So, thank you. Let's get back. So, on the GS Trophy, so you do this qualifying. There's all these different tests. Then you go to the event, which you said is a it's a three-man team, and they have a team from every country. Is that correct? Correct. Um, from every country I think it's like that 15 participates. Fifteen countries that participate. No, I think it's or seventeen. I think it's more like. 40, I thought. Okay. Hmm. Uh, but, well, now, now, geez. Can we pause this while we Google I, it? <laughs> <laughs> I did read up on it earlier. I'm pretty well, last sure. Last year, it was much less than it was going to be this year. Uh. So this year, it's it's grown every year. Yeah. And it's changed. It's morphed into a little bit of a different scenario each year um, with women being allowed um, last year so then the qualifier two years ago yeah. they had women get in I, I, um, I gotta, I'm, I'm curious you know you, you you had so much experience riding when you got into the competition was it a steep learning curve or could you adapt pretty quickly and then like do you have to train for this now like how does that work yeah no that's a good question um, 
I, I didn't adapt very quickly because I was very nervous with all the people. There's people following you with iPhones. There's people following you with cameras. There's there's public. Everybody's screaming, and so that took me back to like my wow. other racing days. Yeah. So that that <laughs> took that was the biggest thing I had to adapt to. Practicing, um, I did once I. Well, let me t- let me back up and t- tell you like why I signed up. So two years ago, when they allowed women in. Um, the women rode, I believe, the same course as the men did, um, but the final selection of the women was, if you will, more of a little bit of a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. So they had to make a video, post it online, and whoever got the most likes. Wait, just the chicks? Wait, what? Correct. What? Fuck that. Oh, so, so I'm going to tell you that I did not participate then but don't worry i hadn't heard about it so 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 then i bought this i buy this gs and someone says well you got a gs you're gonna do the gs qual- trophy qualifier i was like what, what's that it says it's got trophy in it maybe i'll check it out <laughs> it sounds like something i haven't done um and he said well yeah well you know two years ago it's every other year and two years ago the women were you know allowed to to race and it was a who who had the most likes on a video? Oh, that bummed me out. Yeah. So apparently, a lot of women said the way you feel, right? You tell, <laughs> them, you tell them how you feel. So they they made sure they let BMW know, and I'm I'm sure some of the other companies. And eventually, this year, it was announced that women will be riding the same course as the men. They actually can have the same chance to get on the team. The team is now co-ed. If a female can win the oh, overall, perfect. So it's it not a it's not men team and a women's team you're it, competing for the same slot sort of um okay. it's a little bit more so so the women get two chances to win now mm. so it's because there's not as many women competing as men so with the men uh let's say the men and the women you can win your your spot to get to go to mongolia actually mongolia mm-hmm. is next year's race wow. mm. so we have an east coast qualifier a central qualifier and a West Coast qualifier. From each qualifier, there's only one winner. Mm-hmm. Okay, that winner goes to Mongolia, period. That's the mm. overall winner, period. Wow. So if a female were to make it into that overall winner, she's on the team. Guess what? First time ever team co-ed. And that, that, that like, intrigued me. I thought, wow, we could change history right here. You know? yeah. <laughs> we could actually. Cool. And then the women have another option. They also take the first place female from the east coast the central and the west coast now we have three female winners then those three female females will somehow and we didn't know at the time be brought down to two and i thought oh it could be social media i'm not sure what it's going to be but it will be brought down to two women and then those two women are going to go to south africa so all the countries that competed have two women from each country. We're all going to be in South Africa, and then they're all going to compete to get on what we're going to call the women's international team mm. of three. Mm-hmm. So these are three women made up of whichever three countries oh. win down there. Hmm. And then those three oh. women are the women's international team. Now they okay. go to Mongolia and compete against the men. Yeah, it's got ca- it. Now what's interesting is, so the GS Trophy it was brought about to by BMW to celebrate the spirit of the GS. So GS means something in German, which I don't want to try to say on the radio, but it, <laughs> it, it, it essentially it means off-road. Geländersport. Okay. We'll call Gelande. it. Gelande. Hey. Gelande is what? Nice Geländersport. Thank you. Off-road sport. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically celebrating 
the off-road. And I totally lost track where I was going with that. And we could probably rewind. The women's team, <laughs> yes. the international women's yeah, yeah, yeah. team. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, thank you. Yep. That's great. Someone's listening. Because <laughs> I'm not. So, the idea of the actual GS trophy that's going to happen in Mongolia is you have to finish as a team. Yeah. Mm. So you start with three, you finish with three, period. You know, the cool. guy loses a leg, loses a limb, throw him on the saddlebag, get him on there, <laughs> get him out, get him out through. Oh, everybody has to finish. So you have to work together as a team. Team, you know, communication and, and teamwork and get your bikes over obstacles. So I think it's kind of a joke. I don't know how it's going to work out when you got three women from three different countries speaking three different languages, you know? Like, it's like, she's speaking Greek and I don't know what it is she wants me to do with the bike right now, you know? But we got to go. The men are going. Let's go. But anyway, so that's the idea. That's cool. Okay, so just uh, two weeks ago was the West Coast competition. It was. This is your first time entering. It was. All right. Don't worry about Bosley. He's, Bosley is he's, coughing, he's been up coughing and he's spinning like wow. a dead cockroach <laughs> in the corner. And it, and it, don't Bosley. Oh, Bosley. What did you put in this water? He's a pug. <laughs> and just pugs deal with shit. Oh. That's, that's all you got to do. So it's your first time at the event. You didn't expect too much out of this right no i i didn't really know too much what to expect except i had you know done a little bit of research on youtube and you know watched some videos sure. and, and that's where i kind of learned about the the spinning rod mm-hmm. like you guys built here and um some of the balance techniques so i i actually got a, a ranch offered up to me with three large fields and i set up some structures like a teeter-totter and someone brought in some telephone poles you have to ride across a telephone pole nice. Too, you know, wow. see how many feet of telephone you can do 40 feet without falling off the telephone pole. Oh, you know, so um, I built that and I trained um, every night after work, every weekend That's for, so for two weeks. That's cool. That's so cool. So you had <laughs> so you're competing for first, second, and third. Um, so only only first. So they have a first place winner from female from the East Coast, the Central, and the West Coast. And then they have the first place male from the East Coast, the Central, and the West Coast. Um, so I went down there not really sure what to expect and um, just kind of gave it everything I had and tried to have fun with it. Yeah, but you're a competitor at heart, uh, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah. I, I, I had, I think, I thought I had lost that, and all of a sudden she comes up, I'm like, whoa, who the fuck are you? I'm like, oh my God, you're competitive. Okay, it's I forgot about that. Yeah. Here we go. And um, so we, we, I, the bike and I, <laughs> we qualified um, in the, so for the first day, it's a weed them all out. Yeah. So we had 56 people sign up, something like that. And they were only going to take 20. So this is open. Anyone who who pays the 200 bucks has the right type of motorcycle and doesn't have a, is not a professional racer. There's not many restrictions or requirements right and, and, and it has to be a gs can it be any size gs it, it can be any size gs i, I believe um 650 and up mm. or something yeah. like that yeah and you're still doing it on the big one i did i, I took my 1200 gsa down there and i was I, there was like laughing at me but um i well, qualified i qualified i was tied for ninth with you know there was a bunch of ties for a second third which put me i guess 16th overall um and so i was the only female 
out of the east, central, or west that qualified on the cut. So that okay, was kind yeah. of fun. And are you just more comfortable on the bigger bike because you've done so many miles on it? It, you or does know, it work for that competition? I, I figured. I've been listening to her. Her thing is, she can't reach the ground, so she can't. She can't <laughs> stop. Yeah, she <laughs> just <laughs> keeps going. <laughs> this well, is why she's so successful and everything. It's not an option to yeah. stop. <laughs> no, the um, I did explore the other GS, the 650, the 800, mm-hmm. and truly the. 1200 is easier to ride off-road yeah. so you know the pineapples that stick out those yeah, big kind yeah, of yeah. engine right your cylinder yeah. guard your guard you know sticking out on each side they kind of make the weight of the bike low mm, and mm-hmm. centered which makes it easier to balance right, which okay. makes and balance is kind of important too and i personally think it's an easier bike to ride off-road I matter of fact, I told a guy today when I was riding the new bike, uh, the new GS, I was um, up Big Sur, and the guy at the gas station was like, oh, my God, that's the bike I always wanted, but I'm thinking of getting an 800. I'm like, look at me, dude. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm looking up at him. I think I came up to, like, his his nipples. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I'm like this is the bike to have. Trust me, this is easier to ride in the dirt. It, it's just balanced better. It's You, you just yeah. you got to trust me. Well, I see pictures of you riding it like a motocross bike. It's, it's not? awesome. <laughs> so, all right. Exactly. How did you do at the event? So, so um, I, I made it through the cut. Mm-hmm. And then on the main event, what happens is they rip us off our bikes. And they put us on a bike we've never been on. Really? I didn't mm. know that. Yeah. That's cool. So, and they, we had, you know, a couple minutes to ride it around in the field, which wasn't enough. And this thing, I think I was about 18 inches from touching the ground on the other side. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, it, it's a foreign bike, you know, then it was just, it's not your bike. It's not set up for you. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, and go. And right away, you know, you start off and you have to ride on a four by four post for as long as you can. It's a big, long bunch of four by fours together. And then through some telephone pole, um, what do you want to call it? A ruts, I guess, built with telephone poles. Don't touch the poles. They're very Ooh. narrow. Mm-hmm. A couple of those. And then a slalom course. With these pipes sticking on the ground about as tall as I am, and you're slowing through these pipes, it's just enough room to get your bike through, right, left, right, left. And you're going, I think we went into the spectator tent, and I think they use like one of the easy up posts as one of the poles. I mean, you're like, <laughs> everyone's in your face, you know. Wow. And they're they're running behind you, I'm Jocelyn, she just made it through the slow up. And you, get, you know, and they got like Facebook Live, and there's all wow. these iPhones everywhere. I mean, I was just like, oh, so just, geez. I was so tense. I had the handlebars. I was gripped so tight. Mm. And I got into what they call the garage, speaking of the garage. Yeah. Huh? And it's a bunch of blue barrels with two by fours. And just enough, they actually, when they set this thing up, they take the bike walk it through at full lock to lock mm. and it has to be able to just touch the barrels as it goes through yeah, so then we like go in right. and you gotta ride it and, and uh, you know when you're when you're grabbing hold of handlebars like that you can't steer this thing and I tipped it over oh. right? and this is in the final and so I pick it up and here we go it, it got to the point where I just need to get out of the garage so I power slid this thing all the way through <laughs> so you, you can put your foot down counts as a dab I did the math in my head real quick and I was like and somehow the suspension got set at max so there's there's minimum Ooh, there's mm-hmm. self-leveling and there's max and when i picked it up i look at it and it's like max and i was like well, okay let's just get through so i slid off the bike i put my foot down lean the bike and then just power slid through all the corners and it just got out <laughs> nice. you get out and then you you go through um a big rock garden a these tires. are like 
like volleyball sized rocks. Yes, yes. Oh, I missed it. We went through tires first, and it's mm-hmm. tires from here to heaven, man. They went forever, and you're just kata, 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 wow. you know, through the tires. Then tight turn through the rocks, and this is rock garden. I mean, yeah, some people, many people crashed. Actually, one of the race bikes got totaled. Oof, coming out of wow. that rock Damn. Right? so are you are you are you getting on the throttle to get through that i mean yeah i mean rocks come on i mean you gotta yes, get on I it love right? rocks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i just da, 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 we got the tires that that got the rocks and then you go up to the next level and it's gravel and it's really thick it's hard to walk in gravel and then they thought well let's make it fun and so three quarters of the way through the gravel they pile it up with shovels and rakes and they do it before each contender heads back out <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and so there's this you're coming through the gravel and you're trying to stay on the gas and the thing's all squirrel and the bike's all sinking and you go as fast as you can and then you come to this wall that's like two and a half feet tall of gravel <laughs> and you just like hit it yeah. <laughs> and it's right. just, so I got this photo I think on yeah. Instagram right this gravel just goes poof in slow motion it's like something out of Matrix you know that's so hot. Yeah, and yeah. Two, it's through the gravel then they have this um, you gotta do some stoppies you gotta make balance the bike while it's not moving at all as you go down this steep hill and then there's this teeter-totter. Yeah. And this teeter-totter is, is not from the playground I, I ever grew that. up in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this teeter-totter is, I don't know, it's got to be mm, 60 feet long. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's about three feet wide <laughs> and just enough room to get those handlebars through and there's metal posts and you ride up this teeter-totter and you're riding to the sky because mm-hmm. the balance point when you get the bike is not in the center. And oh, it's front. not two bike lengths past center. Wow. It's not three bike lengths past center. It's almost four bike lengths past center. You look like you're going to go off the end of the teeter-totter, oh, right? Man. And you're going into the sky, and all of a sudden it starts <laughs> right? <laughs> and here it comes down. You can't, don't don't put your foot down, and you're balancing, and you're balancing, and the things come down, and it gets faster and faster. And when it comes down, it comes down on top of a tractor tire because the shocks went out of this thing a few oh, years ago. Oh, no. And it hits this oh, tractor tire, wow. and it goes, bam! Oh, and it bounces. Wow. So now you like you hit and you're trying to balance and then you the, the teeter totter springs up. Oh jeez. And now and then it comes back down and then you just gotta like get your handlebars straight and jump through this big basin of water. Yeah. And what? Yeah. And you're making a frappuccino along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I had to knit a sweater at like the second stage. I can't remember. But anyway, and and the water has like stuff inside that you can't see, you know. Oh, so don't get off track or you know whatever. Wow. You make it out of the water and it was done. Um, so anyway, I were you yeah. feeling good That's at crazy. this point? I was. You know, I was disappointed in my performance in the garage because I I could ride that. I could ride that tight stuff before, but I guess it's different deal when you have uh, the tension, you know, of, mm-hmm. of all the people yeah. and you know, all the, the competition going on. Because you weren't training yeah. for that, right? Um, I, I wasn't. Yes. So, yeah. so what I wanted to ask you is if you guys want to come out and just start screaming <laughs> at me. Flash photos everywhere. Just get naked and stream across you know the telephone <laughs> pole well, I'm we can to. do that no problem <laughs> okay perfect. so and i just gotta try to stay focused um but yeah so i managed to take the win got lucky there and um we, when you say the win the the win what like the win so i finished first female mm-hmm. yes i did not beat 
all those boys. I did beat more than half of them, I guess. So we did okay. Nice. You know, she's so <laughs> humble right now. <laughs> it's crazy. This is tough. <clears throat> um, so yeah. So then I finished first, but I actually accumulated more points than the the central qualifying female and the east coast qualifying female which wow. made it more of this opportunity and i wondered well how is bmw going to take us down to two because only two of us can go mm-hmm. is it going to be a social media game oh. or are we going to do a video no no they went off points so um myself oh, cool. and a lady by bettina nadell who's mm-hmm. an amazing writer from the central coast are both going um, you know, nice. we don't want to leave out Gala. She finished, she won the East Coast and also very, very talented writer. Um, so hopefully she'll, maybe she'll get to do it again. So what's mm-hmm. what's the next step? So we are headed to South Africa. And, um, when? South Africa. A couple ne- weeks. If yeah. That. Oh my gosh. Cool. Yeah, it's coming up too fast. So you got to ship your bike there. No. Um, there'll be a bike waiting for me there. You get right. to, do you get to adjust the levers and all that stuff and make it your own? I sure hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Put the seat on low and you yeah, know, adjust totally. the levers. And, Suspension. You know, set it up the way. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm, I'm hoping that's for. That's fair. That should be fair. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and at least maybe it'll be a bike now we've ridden. Right. Just so. remember to put the suspension on max. Yeah, max. <laughs> yeah. It seemed to work for me the first yeah. time. Right? <laughs> All right. So you go to South Africa and then when you win that, <laughs> the next stop so is... Well, no. How many people are you competing? And so you're competing against the men and the women there? No. So the three men that win, they get the ticket to Mongolia. Okay. So there's already a team. They're already practicing to go to Mongolia in June of 2018. Got it. Mm-hmm. So us ladies, off we go to South Africa. Two women from each country participating. Right. So now you're competing to put the team together for of Mongolia. Of three. And International. The odds are right. tough. With the Greek yeah. woman who doesn't speak English. Um, <laughs> this is interesting, though. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, yeah. But the you'll think this is interesting we're not sure why but i believe the united states is the only country that you cannot win the qualifier or the trophy more than once Mm. so uh, in other words uh, if you've won the qualifier if you've won the trophy that's it you don't Mm. get to enter again Um, whereas the other countries there's in other words I guess what I'm trying to say I'm already writing my excuse there's going to be women down there that have not only won the qualifier have done the trophies and then have won the qualifier and done the trophy and now they're back at this qualifier for mm-hmm. it to go see what's mm-hmm. going on so there maybe are a little more mm, no, familiar no, with no excuses <laughs> I'm no trying ex- no everybody hearing that excuse <laughs> so. don't worry we'll mm. streak for you Okay. Yay! Yeah, it'll be great. That's all South I want to know. Watch out. So <laughs> they won't know what to do. Americans, <laughs> you want Americans? <laughs> and I wanted to give some credit because you said you just got this brand new bike that you came up here on. You know, yeah. So this has been fantastic. I, I don't know. I get social media something else. It seems hmm. like things have blown up my my Instagram, which I've only had for. I've only had it for two weeks, <laughs> but it's been alive for three weeks because somebody else started it <laughs> with my photo. And when I finally took over my Instagram, I guess I had 137 <laughs> likes to start with. Wow. But the Instagram, the Facebook, and the, and the publicity has gotten pretty cool. Um, I've been asked to go down and, and I've got an interview for a, a, a movie for a BDR. I've got cool. um, you know, cool. a couple job offers are kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But... Um, 
I was going somewhere. Bagel, help me out the again. Where we go? Oh yes, the new bike. Thank you. Thank you. Did I mention how many concussions I've had? Okay. Just keep me on track. It all gets back to Daytona. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much happened. Just go Daytona. What you, what you were talking about is that there are women who have already run this race. Right. We that about you'll that. be competing with it. Correct. Them yeah. and, and, and then, then the, bike. the bike. And then your bike. You got yes. Got it. And so. I was saying it's kind of interesting what's happening is um, BMW motorcycle BMW motorcycles of Walnut Creek uh, got a hold of me and said look we're gonna we're gonna help you out with this bike because the I have a GSA a GS adventure like I said the big wide tank a big touring bike this is a GS rally which has a sport suspension it's a little bit taller and it's the bike that we competed on and mm. I believe it's the bike we're gonna be competing on in South Africa so they hooked me up with a partial sponsorship on this GS1200 rally bike, which I took on its inaugural ride today, Um, Mm. which was pretty cool. And then a local shop, uh, Ben's Motorcycle Works out of Watsonville, they call me, he called me at work on Friday, and he said, look, we want to help you out. What can we do? And want to offer you a $1,000 gift certificate for whatever the heck you need to get you there. Yeah, anything you need. You know, do you want gear? Do you need a helmet? And I'm like, no, you know, I don't really... I don't really need anything, you know. My my, what I really need is time. I'm so yeah. busy. This thing's happening in two weeks. I don't have time. I don't have time to. I got this new bike. I have to put the engine guards on, the skid plate on it, you know, the cylinder guards on it because those pineapples stick out there. Right? Mm-hmm. I got to do all this. I don't have time. I'm I'm working all these hours and I'm trying. And so I, my sister came down from Japan to visit for a day. So I took her to dinner. Wow. I was like trying to fit all this time in. And when I came back, <laughs> the night before last. My garage door was open, and Ben was in there, and my bike was up on the lift, and he was putting all the stuff on the bike. Oh, uh-huh. that's, that's awesome. And he said, you didn't have time. Now you got time. Here you go. Hmm. And oh, uh, by right. the way, we heard that you needed an ECE-22 approved helmet because we do snell over yeah. there, you know, right. yeah. Yeah. So, so you need this helmet, and you don't have one. And, you know, I didn't want to buy the helmet. I just, bought a, I just bought a $500 Arai, you know. I was like, oh, my God, I want to buy another <laughs> helmet. He goes, so we called up Toratech and to see if they had ECE, and they do. And we told them we need an extra small, and they laughed. And they said, well, who's it for? And they said, oh, it's this girl named Jocelyn. They said, Jocelyn? Oh, we know Jocelyn. She was she was at the, I'm tell you this, she was at the Toratech rally, and they had set up a challenge course, and none of the women signed up, and so I went up against the boys, and I got a, another yeah. trophy. Yeah. But, oh. um, so, like, oh, we know Jocelyn. Well, we'll just ship you the helmet for free. So I got this like I got wow. a free helmet coming. I got, that's great. Wow. I'm like I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. I just yeah. I and that's got to like it. energize you emotionally, like having people that really care about you supporting you like that. They right? Got your like, back, man. Like, it like, really does. Right? You know. And then when you go and you compete, like it's almost like that ride. It's not really about you anymore. Yeah. Now it's about all these people that have put out to try to help you. Like these the people team, that are behind right? you. Yeah, the team, and you know, and you know the what. Yeah, you just basically that's it. It's everyone that's spent the money or the time to try to help get you where you are. And oh, let's not forget United States of America because now you need to go get the United States on the team, you know, the women's team so they can represent. There's no pressure there. No pressure at all. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should go back and scratch the Facebook and the Instagram and all that so people won't give somebody the hate mail, you know, if I don't make it. (laughs) So uh, my question was. Uh, what advice would you give to any young 
uh, or any female motorcyclist who were starting or currently doing, you know, riding, riding motorcycles. What's the best advice you could give? I have all kinds of advice. How much time do you have? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do because, you know, I never forget. What that kept I, you I going? Started, I started there. Um, she, we established she's short. Crazy. Well, okay, That's, sure. <laughs> okay. So women that are getting into motorcycling, um, it, I just want them to know that don't let anybody ever tell you that you can't. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Um, because Hell you yeah. can't. Don't let anyone ever tell you you're never going to ride again. You know What you're going to learn from this, if you take anything with you tonight, take. don't let anyone tell you you're never going to ride again. Don't let anyone tell you that you're too small for that bike. You know, If a dealership doesn't give you attention, believe me, I've been there. Go mm-hmm. to another dealership. Yeah. You know, be heard, be seen, and believe in yourself. You know, we we think we, society's told us, "Oh, you're a female. Oh, you're little. Oh, you can't handle that." And we believe we can't. You know, and, but you can. And get on your bike and practice. You know, I remember when I first started riding a motorcycle, it was scary, and I was you know on the road and I was trying to keep up with my friends, and I was fucking terrified you know and they're going into the corner and i'm trying to go in the corner as fast as i can and i got like the death grip on the handlebars and i'm scared and i'm scared and i don't understand what the fun in motorcycling is right and then there becomes this point where you pass that you start looking ahead instead of looking in front of your fender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You start loosening your grip and relaxing your shoulders and letting the motorcycle who wants to go straight anyway, <laughs> let it do its thing. Amen, you sister. Know? And you start smiling. That's Those yes. are the things. Look ahead. Loosen up and you breathe. Like, so, I mean, I can't tell you, I held my breath for like a four hour ride when I first started. <laughs> I came home, I never wanted to ride again. I'm like, I don't understand. What's the fun in this? So, you start breathing and you smile. Yeah. And when that all happens, all those things come to play. You. You find what we've been trying to tell you is the joy in motorcycling. And and women, you got to listen to me. Just do it. It will get there. And when you break through that, there's nothing that you will find that's more enjoyable in your life than so, motorcycling. Uh, keep riding, huh? Keep riding. Yeah, right on, ride. sister. Right on. <laughs> so uh, for those who want to follow the GS trophy um i find if you just google it it's actually through the bmw uh, website yes that they have all the information the links there i'll put a link to that page in our show notes for anyone interested in following also if they want to find a video um you can go to youtube gs trophy you can see a lot of like previous competitions with the three man three man teams like getting through the woods it's fascinating watching like yes. one guy gets hung up and the other two run over to get them <laughs> him going and they're just all working together like awesome. worker ants yes to get the bikes through <laughs> But then also, um, if you also look up Jocelyn Snow, there's video of you going through some of these um, at the qualifying. It's fascinating to watch the skill level of riding these big bikes, which I want to say that video I mentioned of you with the pole going in the 360-degree circle. (laughs) The other thing that you did that was amazing that... I will say that Nock did show that it's possible. You take that GS1200 and you have it running in gear, but you have just one hand on the clutch lever. You're not on the bike. You're off the bike. Mm -hmm. Holding it upright with one hand on the left grip. Left hand on the left grip. And you walk it slowly in a circle. With your right hand 
in, in, the, air, in the air or on your head or behind your back. We, yeah, we were watching it earlier, and when I was watching it, I, I told Liza, I said, she looks like a trick rodeo rider. Yeah, right. like, or, like or no, like an, like an equestrian yeah, like an ring. <laughs> like it's the horse, <laughs> and you're <laughs> leading it around yeah, in a circle. Whip it in the butt with that riding crop thing. And, and then and when you get, if you do it on the pavement, that's the first way to start, because it's real smooth, and it's mm. nice and easy. And then you start transitioning to dirt and, and grass with clumps. And, and now, because your your bike is going into a divot and up over a rock, or in, you have to adjust your clutch, so mm-hmm. your clutch is getting adjusted a little more out is coming a little more in but, mm-hmm. and you're balancing the entire oh, yeah. bike with <laughs> one hand you're balancing um knock wanted to show me that it's possible he did it in his bike it awesome. wasn't quite as controlled or in tight of a circle he was kind of running behind the bike i was still very impressed though. I, was I was like what is he doing bit. over there good no, you did a little bit yeah. you did good a little Way ghost ride go. the whip. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was <laughs> i'd never seen no, a motorcycle had the bike by leaning on my hip a little bit the ghost rider it was Amazing. Good job. But I, I applaud you for fun. This, the continuation of your striving to do something. What's next? How can I be a better writer? What else can I tackle? I I don't know what's Thank you. left beyond that. I mean, the, the, the skill level that you're writing at, especially as a smaller writer, where... The bike is doing all the work, and I think you're just hanging on for dear life. I actually said that. <laughs> it was <laughs> was it the, the video? If you saw that, they called it the Damnation Alley, where you had to go over piles of logs and sticks that were loose while you're right. climbing a hill through the gravel over the rock art. And I just blazed all the things like straight mm-hmm. through it. I was like, they were like, "How did you do that?" I said, "Oh, I just I just closed my eyes and held on for the ride." <laughs> the bike, the bike will do it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I say, "I'm not riding this thing. This thing's riding me. I'm just hanging on." You know. But um, yeah, it's 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 amazing machine, and a lot of times you just got to kind of hang on. So I wanted to thank you for coming thank down you. and sharing yes, this story, and cool. also for exposing us to this GS Trophy event. It, it yeah, it's like part trial, part <laughs> enduro cross. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fascinating race, and I, yeah, I don't think it's being promoted heavily, but um, through people like you, it is. It's becoming. Um, more well known, and um, and now it's like more yeah. fun for us to follow. Like, uh, well, and also too now everyone's like we should set up a little course here. Oh yeah, <laughs> very God. cool. So uh, for all you ADV posers out there, <laughs> there's this your... thing called the GS trophy, <laughs> trophy, and you should check it out. So we have the Santa Cruz GS trophy. Everybody's got their GXR 1000. Yeah. And they got their Ducati Multistrada. I don't know what's my elite the monster, yeah. the elite 150. <laughs> and you guys are going through like a Hollister Hills trials course. No, that's oh, just, a good idea. That's just running through Santa oh, yeah. Cruz traffic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to thank you for coming down um, and sharing these stories. I'm hoping that after the competition next year, we can get you back in here to share more stories. Oh, absolutely. I've, yeah. had, I've had such a Please blast hanging really cool. out here. This is, this, is, this is so awesome. It's such an honor to be here. I can't thank you enough for bringing me in you guys are you guys are awesome oh, no problem at all we're honored to have you too Aww. yeah like we said <laughs> we're always so fortunate for the the talent uh in the motorcycle community that we have 
here uh, as our local resources. It's you super know? dense. Yep. Surprisingly and, dense. And just to remind people, if they want to get a wrap for their bike, <laughs> don't contact <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> Do not go to Crazy Wraps with a K. <laughs> oh, and that's not boy. the Crazy Wraps in Salinas, is it? <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks again. And thanks for being an inspiration, everybody who's listening to this. Totally. That maybe they're going to go out there and and uh, you know tackle that bigger bike or get over that fear or yeah. enter that competition. So, I hope so. Uh, I quote, really hope uh, so. To quote Freddie Mercury, ladies, get on your bikes and ride. That's yes. right. Mm. <laughs> that will make my day. That That's yeah. that's really what this is all about. You know, to just do it and, and show women that, hey, this can be done. Don't let anyone say you can't. Get out there, compete, ride. And just, smile. And smi- smile is the key. Yeah. That's yeah. my secret. I just gave it up online. Uh, <laughs> smiling is the key. Listening. That's cool. it. So, and this is the time I wanted to also thank everybody for listening and sticking with us. We've got some uh, big stuff coming up in uh, two weeks. Jim and I are going to be down in San Diego at the Twisted Throttle event. Woo-hoo. Getting crazy. It's going to get funky. It's going to get I might bring the, I might San, bring the San unicorn. San Diego is way the fuck down there. Dude, mm. don't. That's because we're hard like motherfuckers, not. That's right. That's true. <laughs> That's right. And I pass that up because I am not. And I know that the vampires have some rides coming up. There's a lot of events. Uh, yeah, the day coming the dead up. Ride is day of the dead is going to be the same we day. We were talking about that. There's so much every weekend. It's I like know. good, man. I know. It's great. So, um, as usual, if you want to find links to anything that we've talked about, motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Yes. Find the link to our Facebook page. Thank you to and our Patreon subscribers. Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Instagram. YouTube. Uh, Mike did a video when we were at the Moto Talbot Museum. Yeah, that yeah. was a uh, cool. cool Facebook thing. Big shout out to, to Talbot. You know, we've been down there a few times like Jocelyn mm-hmm. and, and the most generous, nicest, knowledgeable people. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. we were talking Except they about didn't that. know about the MR175. <laughs> <laughs> they do now. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, really cool place. So yeah, head on down to Moto Talbot and enjoy the bikes and ask them lots of questions. So on that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. Thanks again for listening. This is Liza. Bagel. Yeah, I'm coming your balls. Uh, Naked Jim, about the streak of the GS event. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn. Henry. Aloha. <laughs> and we're ready to get out of here. Cool, cool. 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 Bye, guys.